it's a party atmosphere. You may as well. You know? it, it is. I mean, listen, it, it is a party atmosphere. Yeah, it sure is. We like to try to make it comfortable, welcoming. We like to get loosey-goosey in I here. I like this, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is why we should be doing this all the time over at the station. Dude, I wish, man. That'd be fucking sweet. <laughs> yeah, there you go. This time our place, <clears throat> next time your place. I right like there. that. Right. Huh? I like that. That'd be fucking cool. You guys ready to get kicked off? Yeah, man. Hell yeah. Hey, friends. It's time for another new episode of the Two Cloud of Mind Show with your favorite hosts, Chris. I have a very caveman brain. And Dave. He's falling apart in front of our eyes. Subscribe to the Two Cloud of Mind Show on YouTube and everywhere you get your podcasts. Hi, friends. We're back. Hello and welcome. We did, dude. We're, we're working I'm hard. Not, yeah, we're working yeah. hard. Like All you need to know if you are watching this right now is that you can tune in every single Wednesday and get some fresh Two Clouded Minds action. That's all you need to know. Every Wednesday, clock. like clockwork, <laughs> clock. we are here hanging out, having a good time. You can set your clock for sure. <laughs> Hell for yeah. sure. Hell yeah. Yeah, we're going to be doing some time travel right now, just so you know. This episode is going to air in the future at some point, but we'll let you know the date. Yeah. Oh, no problem. Yeah, just yeah, don't yeah. make it look like I was in the summer here because I'm wearing a sweatshirt right now. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, no. Like, why is he wearing a sweatshirt in the middle of summer? It's evergreen. What we do is yes. we try to keep this, this studio as cold as possible all the way year round. That way everybody is dressed the same. Well, I was just going to say, is that just to keep the beers cold? You know? <laughs> That's a good that idea. Too. That too. That too. <laughs> good idea. Holy crap. But yeah, guys, welcome back to another episode, another week. Uh, today's a bit of a special one. I mean... They're all special. They're all special. But this this one's extra special. A little extra special, especially for me. Um, We got a special guest today, my friend and yours, from 95.9 The Rat, Mr. Gotts. Oh, how you doing? He's doing, man. Welcome. 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 Yeah, man. Thanks for having me here. Thanks for coming, man. I really appreciate it. It's been a long time. To have me here, man. Yeah, dude, it really. This setup is like crazy uh, sick, man. This is psychedelic right here, dude. This is awesome. Thank you, thank, thank you. Very I'm much. loving this. Dude. Thank you so much. I mean, even the chairs are like a little more comfortable than when I'm sitting. You know, <laughs> <laughs> usually my he's like throwing like bottles at my head at this point. They're like starting to show off, you know. <laughs> but nice. yeah, but this is a nice introduction. This is cool. Yeah, man. Thanks I was for a having nervous. Me, man. Yeah, I mean, professional radio guy. I'm I'm just a podcaster. You know, trying to, trying to announce <laughs> you. I'm like, oh, man, I'm gonna fuck this up. Yeah, we got <laughs> no, no we way. got a major leaguer in the house, and yeah. we're out here in the doing doing uh, minor league stuff. But yeah, man, thank you so much for coming in. We really absolutely, brother. Like I said, thanks for having me here, man. This is uh, this is awesome. Thank like you, I said, man, this has been a long time that Chris and I have been trying to get that get this all going. And then finally I got the thumbs up to be here. So it's an honor. And be thank here. you to the rat also for yep. for that thumbs up. That's obviously very important to to note. The rat is very awesome. They're the if and if you're if you're watching this and you're not from New Jersey, the rat is a local rock station here, 95.9 FM. That's right. Um and yeah, this this is this is the official tissue right here. And if you are watching online or something like that, you're out like in the listening area of 95.9 The Rat, you can't get the signal, just go to WRT.com and hit the listen live button. Bam, you're in. WRT.com. W-A-R-T.com. W-A-R-T. W-A-R-T. 
<laughs> we all know that, but oh, <laughs> absolutely. You're awesome. So, yo, let's start start at the beginning. I always ask. This is the question. Chris is gonna laugh because I ask this question every single guest that we have in here. Yeah. Make believe that I don't know anything about your background. That I don't know, like you know, whatever. And make believe that our our audience doesn't really know about your background. So, like, tell us a little bit. Fill us in. Like, how long you've been doing radio? Like, give us a little bit of the backstory, the origin story. Yeah. Wow. How did it start? Like, where did it all like come from? I know that's like a very like. Loaded question. It's a very yeah, loaded question. It's, it's a long ass answer, but it gives us a place to start. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, Hold yeah. on. We're gonna need some more beer here, man. Like, <laughs> we got it. We got it. We got plenty for you. No, it's uh, that's a damn good question. Not many people really uh, go in depth in that. I'm glad you guys did ask that. Now I get to really tell the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was doing construction back uh, when I graduated high school, which was in 2000, and college which was not for me, you know, like, other than the parties. Yeah. But. Um, Amen, brother. Right? And then, uh, you know, I just sucked at doing construction. You know, like, they would ask me how many, you know, 16ths there are in an inch. And I was like, there must be millions of them, you know, trying to read a tape measure. <laughs> so that didn't pan out so well. And then, uh, you know, I kept getting laid off from the, the union. I was doing uh, union sheet metal at the time. <clears throat> and then uh, from there, you know, I kept getting laid off. And I was still kind of young, living with my parents. And... What happened was my friends were like, come on, man, we just booked a cruise. We're going to go on Royal Caribbean Cruise Line. So I was like, yeah, let's do it. You know, I mean, I got, you know, I've never been on one before. Let's Sounds go. Sounds like fun. So we went out and uh, believe it or not, not to try to pry here, you know, like I'm not, uh, you know, four inch arm, you know, six inch arm <laughs> patting myself on the back. But we just made a mockery of this boat. And I just took the whole damn thing over. Nice. <laughs> and they kept calling me the mayor of the boat. <laughs> So I was running around, and next, you know, we ran into this guy, Goose, who was, like, in charge of, like, the whole entertainment section of uh, the Royal Caribbean line. Mm-hmm. So, he, you know, he would be hosting, like, the belly flop contest and different, you know, dodgeball things going on. Yeah, yeah. Well, next, you know, uh, Goose is nowhere to be found on this Royal Caribbean boat. Uh-oh. Yeah, and I was like, maybe, you know, somebody, like, threw his ass overboard or something. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know what happened to this guy, Goose. And then, long story short, you know, I just kind of picked up the microphone. And I was talking to the DJ, and I was like, "Dude, man, give me, uh, give me that thing." You know, next, you know, I'm hosting, you know, rock climbing wall contests, what? and you know, all this crazy stuff. And next, you know, we pull into like, uh, you know, St. Thomas or something, and all the boys and you know, the, my friends they were like, "Come on, we're red the jet skis." And I was like, "I can't. I got the belly flop contest. You know, <laughs> I got all this other thing." Yeah, right I'm now. working. I'm working. Here. <laughs> 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 so. <laughs> Next, you know, uh, there was a note under my door the one morning, and uh, it says that you know it's from Royal Caribbean. Like they, uh, the captain wants to meet you, and I was kind of thinking like this must be the principal's office. Right, this is where that's the other shoe drops. Think. Yeah, that's yeah, what I, was like, I would this, think. This can't be good. You're having trouble. You're right, right, <laughs> right. I've been getting away with it till now. And they finally next, caught up to me. Right. Well, next, you know, they're like, well, you got to dress really nice. You're gonna have dinner with the captain. Ooh. That's not the principal's office. No. So no. now I'm like, okay, let's go on up and have dinner with the captain. I mean, this is the best courtroom I've ever been if we're going to get in this kind of trouble. Hell yeah. So I sit down, and the guy's like, I've noticed you all over the boat here on the computer screens. And mm. like, we don't know really what happened with Goose. We think Goose just quit. And you've been in charge <laughs> of like, all this stuff, and you're getting all these people riled up. And we want to offer you a job on Royal Caribbean. Nice. Now, that's a, that's a vacation God damn it. Right? right? That's a vacation right yeah. there. Go on vacation and never go home. Well, that was just it. I was gun-ho ready to do this, like I said, coming out of the sheet metal thing, and I sucked at it mm-hmm. and you know, all that jazz. And 
I'm sitting there and I was like, you know what? I need time to think about this. And while I'm thinking about it, I noticed my bar bill also underneath my door that you left me to come have dinner <laughs> with you. Uh, and he goes, oh, yeah, is that bad? And I go, well, it didn't even fit underneath the door. You actually hung it. It was so <laughs> thick. It was it's like, like a yellow page. It really was. <laughs> it's like the morning paper looped over twice. <laughs> it was like Hanging. a yellow page like from China. You know, I was like, the damn thing was this thick. <laughs> so I was like, you might want to think about taking care of that for me. So he did. And next year, I'm running around the boat. And I'm telling everybody, you know, uh, that all the friends, you know, people like, oh, there's the mayor, there's the mayor, Bob Royal Caribbean. You're like, I'm the president now, bitch. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> I just went from the mayor to the governor from the, you know, and overnight yeah. here. And um, I ran into a lady named Linda from Texas, and Linda's like, you're not working on Royal Caribbean. And she was like, just what you said before, you don't even know what happened to this guy, Goose. Right. And she's like, you end up sleeping with one of these girls mm. on the boat. A lot of these guys are from, like, third world countries and everything like that. Yeah. Maybe they're banging them. You know, it's double dipping, if you will. You know, they'll take your ass and throw your ass overboard. And that kind of changed my whole outlook. Imagine that. So we're goofing. goofing. Goose might have actually yeah. got tossed. He might have. Who the hell knows? If so Goose right now, buddy. Right. Check if, in. If Goose, if you're out there, let us know, please. Yeah, yeah, drop, yeah. A, drop a comment below. I know it's been, like, a bunch of years, but I'm Gosh. really worried about your well-being. Yeah, <laughs> it's only been a few minutes, and I'm terrified. <laughs> Where are you fish food? <laughs> yeah, we right, know. right, right. You okay? We want to know. You good? You goose? You good? Yeah, goose. Man. <laughs> Talk to me, goose. Talk just, to me, goose. Just, just honk if you're if you're. Wow. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> but this lady Linda came up for me from Texas, and uh, she said, um, "Now was she on the boat, or she was yes, just a friend?" She was just a friend that I met through. Uh, they were on actually uh, their honeymoon. Mm. Uh, this lady Linda, and uh, she's like, "I have a friend of mine that runs the Connecticut School of Broadcasting, and they're based at well, there's a bunch of schools throughout the you know the tri-state area here." Mm. And uh, she's like, her. she works up in Hasbro Kites, right outside Giant Stadium there. And she goes, uh, why don't you go up there? Just, you know, give her, I already called her. You're good to go. She's dying to meet you. And I got up there and I started meeting a bunch of people from, you know, everybody wants to get into sports radio for some odd reason. And that's like one of the toughest sections of radio to actually do. I mean, you really got to know your ins and outs yeah, when, yeah, when it yeah. comes to that kind of, that genre. I mean, me, I'm a bit of an expert, but I don't <laughs> like, you know. Don't like to brag about it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm going back to sheet metal. Then, huh? <laughs> but it was it was just a uh, a big like eye opener for me when I went to that school. Like mm-hmm. I thought I was running like a NASA ship, you know. Like I mean, you get the gist of it. All the buttons and everything's blinking in there. So the lady's like, "Don't freak out. I'm gonna teach you all this." And then I kind of decided, like, you know what? I'm gonna uh, really stay focused on this. And that's what I did. And then I put down, I graduated like uh, number one in my class, I believe, out of all the kids. Mm, nice. And they give you three options. You can go, and I put down um, uh, the rat being number one, because that's the only radio station I really knew. That, and then I put down like Howard for number two. And MTV, I think, was big, still big at the time, other than that Jersey Shore crap, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, it was still actually playing videos, and like, you know, they had like TRL with Chorus and Dale. Still actually had music on it. Yeah, exactly. But that, right. that, that's that's shocking. I mean, really, not so shocking. But like, you were, I guess, you, you were always in this town, correct? Like, you grew up in in and around this area. Uh, yes and no. I was about a half hour from here. I grew up in okay. a town co- uh, called Monroe. Okay. But we always had the beach houses and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I have four older brothers, so they, you know, I would just come down here and do a lot of drinking yeah. with them when they got the beach houses. So, um, yes and no. Mostly, like, the summers we were down I here. Just, it's crazy that Howard was your number two. 
Yeah, okay. yeah. I put down him, and then the the rat was the first people who had to call me up. Nice, nice. And I just went down there, and I walked to the door, and, you know, they looked at me like I had 30 heads, and it like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, at one point, they were like, uh, what is this kid part of the Make-A-Wish Foundation or something? Uh, <laughs> What's wrong with him? He won a prize. <laughs> this guy won a prize. Yeah. <laughs> Here's your lottery scratch-off, kid. Get the hell out the door. <laughs> Well, yeah, just started from there, and that was uh, probably like 2006, somewhere around that time, and I've been there ever since. Wow. That's sick. And so you've I'm, been at the right ever since 2006. That's pretty somewhere sick. Somewhere right around there, yeah. 2005, Fantastic. 2006, something like that. Who's your favorite band? Ooh, man. That I got to meet or just got to, that you That know, you like to listen to. You know what? Uh, man. That I like to listen to. Believe it or not, right now that's on my mind. It has to be either Shine Down or Papa Roach. Okay, huh. I might lean towards Papa Roach because the guy is like uh, he's got so much energy up on stage, mm-hmm. and he just gets the crowd going nuts. Mm-hmm. And it's more like my vibe, like that rap rock kind of thing that I grew uh-huh. up with. Are they still out there doing it? Papa oh my Roach? god! Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw them back in the day, and he's doing his front flips on stage and all this other stuff. Yeah, yeah. I saw them when they first blew up. I want to say I saw him in Asbury someplace, maybe the Stone Pony, but, mm. um, but yeah, yeah I didn't they know they were up. still out there doing it. That's awesome. Matter of fact, it was like a, a double shot for me because they just went on tour with Shine Down, and oh, it was like so- a, it was like a rap presents thing, and I was like running around, I was like, hell yeah, man. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm sneaking it. Matter of fact, I was like, where's my tickets? And the rat's like, we don't have any for you. And I was like, uh-oh. Uh, that's a problem. I was waving, like, the rat pass around, like, Wayne's World, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Laminates. Laminates. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> now, being in a position that you're in, are you still able to appreciate music the way you used to before you were in radio and, and you were so involved in it? Do you see it differently? Because uh, I imagine ow. now you see more of the ins and outs of it. You see, you know, what we see as the public, and I, I'm sure you see, like, the dirty underbelly every once in a while. Damn good question, too, man. Um, we do the hard-hitting stuff here at the, at the <laughs> Two Clouded Mind Show. Yes. I think initially when I went in there, um, I, I was listening to it, you know, the one way, and then, you know, learning, because I don't play any instruments or something like mm-hmm. that. But I got to see a lot of these bands before they even go on stage, and they'll do like sound check, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you really get to adapt to like what what talent they actually go through, like the process. And they're like, and I got to interview them those questions. You know, what's the, what's the process? I mean, like one song like will really stand out to me, for an example. And I said, what was the writing process on that? And that will the answer that they'll give you will change your whole opinion. You know. Um, Initially, it will like it will. They'll say something like, "Oh yeah, like your meaning of what they wrote is way off uh, yeah, to what yeah. they actually mean in that song." So mm-hmm. yeah, it definitely changes your whole perspective. That's awesome on different that. types of music like that. I mean, I, I actually I asked Ozzy a bunch of questions at one point, and um, you know, he's a he's a difficult difficult guy to understand, <laughs> and it's, it is. Right, and it takes him like ten minutes to answer the question because he's like, "I'm like Ozzy, man, how you doing? <laughs> you yeah, got man, you know, you know, man, you know, yeah." I'm like, "Yes, I know." <laughs> Just answer the damn question. <laughs> no, but I understand what the guy went Why, through. I only have ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he was a real gem. That one. 
But yeah, honestly, it does. Uh, it changes your whole outlook when, when it comes to stuff like that because, like I said, man, they're writing what they really feel and what I actually, you know, but that's good. That's what's nice about music. You know, you have your own opinion and, exactly. and your own look, you know, to, uh, to change it all around like that. It's so, nice. Yeah, it's a language that can speak to you and say something totally different to dif different people. Absolutely. You know, music uh, will change anybody in the way they want it to be changed, you know, whether it, uh, you know, lets some anger out, you know, in a mosh mm -hmm. pit or, you know, uh, you know, really uh, heartfelt music. You know, Papa Roach, perfect example. I mean, I did, you know, keep bringing it up, but they just came out with a song, uh, Leave the Light On. I mean, that song's about suicide, you know? That's people, the one where he's in the woods or something, right? The video yeah, the video. Way. Yep. But, I mean, yeah. I, people were crying out in the crowd when I saw that one. I was like, wow, I mean, that's safe. Yeah. It's going to uh, change your life for the better. Rock on, you know? Yeah, fuck yeah. Fucking hey. Or even just, like, give you an opportunity to express something that you weren't, wouldn't have been able to express yourself. Like, you have a feeling inside of you, but you don't know how to put it into words or put it, like, get it out of you. And these bands are giving people an opportunity yeah. to connect with those things and, and, and get those those feelings out that they wouldn't have been able to express otherwise. If we were in church right now, you get a big amen for that, bro. There you go. We do, we do amens in here. <laughs> Hell yeah. They, Hell they, yeah. Do, they do amens. I do hail Satan. <laughs> <laughs> what do we listen to, Manson? We like to keep the ba balance. <laughs> So what do you do when you're not? Oh, well, let me ask you this question because I don't know the answer to this one. Like, what's your time of day? Like, when people want to tune into the rat and hear you, what time can mm, they tune the into? The best hear? part. It's the best part. Yeah. Well, I don't know what that is though. <laughs> if you had a guess, what the best part of if you had to think of a time slot that you're gonna listen to him, what would you think it would be? Uh, afternoon, afternoon, morning. I don't know. I, I morning drive, yeah. baby. How sick is that? Dude? That's awesome. So it's what? So, so you have to start. You got to get up early then. Like, oh yeah. What yeah. are your like? What does a day for you look like? Like hours wise? Uh, I usually get up like uh, right around five thirty in the morning. Okay. And uh, it is hard getting up at five thirty in the morning because because you're not drinking, you know, all the the night before. So it's like oh boy. And once you you know get that you know do it fluid in you, you know it's kind of hard to stop. <laughs> so. It's um, it, you know, you and plus people keep coming into the bar. You know, my favorite bar is Bar A, of course. Mm. So I'm always in there, and then uh, you get kind of carried away. You, right. you know, the chin wagging, and then, you know, like I said, the beer start flowing, and then actually you look down, it's like twelve thirty at night. Like, <gasps> oh boy, whoops! So right. sometimes I find myself just going right to the rat and crashing on the couch. <laughs> okay. okay. And my alarm clock is like Carl and Dave from the morning rat race kicking me, like, get up, get up. <laughs> <laughs> So, Get this knucklehead of right, beer. Right, right, right. <laughs> so yeah, you you know you you just gotta gotta get through the morning show. But I actually find myself doing a lot better sometimes when I have like a hangover. Mm. Then I go in there like without one. Really, you, like you gotta be more on your toes, I guess. Yeah, well, either that like I'm still kind of buzzed, maybe. A right, little yeah, bit, you're still you know? a little loose. Exactly. Mm. What exactly. time do you get off the air? Ten. Well, like quarter to ten. Okay. And then, you know, I'm usually out the door by, you know, 10 a.m. You know, if I got some extra production work and stuff like that that I got to follow up on. I was about to ask you, like, what, like how much, when, when, a, when a radio host is off the air, like, how much stuff do you have to do at the station as far as, like, record, maybe recording bits or Yeah, like, do you have like, a lot of admin Is work? there a, or, or, yeah, or anything like that. Like, how much stuff do you got to do aside from just, like, being on the air? Uh, I'm a man of many hats, I guess you could say, over there. Uh, I do, you know, especially on the air, but uh, 
a lot of uh, production work. You know, Jimmy Steele, he's the man, the myth, the legend when it comes to stuff like that. And he's taught me a lot about production, you know, uh, you know, editing, cutting, you know, piecing stuff together and mm -hmm. making it sound like legit. Um, so you're chopping it up back there also. Yeah. Nice. Like, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of radio people that um, I know for a fact that, you know, they'll just go into the production room. They have the production manager and then they just do their uh, spot and leave. You know, just lay down their voice and leave. Right. And sometimes, like, you know, like, you want to put your own personal touches to it, you know? Once you hear it on the air, you're like, oh, I would have changed this, or I would have done that. You know, I would have tweaked this a little bit. You know, right. I would have uh, fucked and put this, you know, track in instead of that track. You know, if I'm saying a, a band coming into Starland Ballroom, you know, people are like, uh, will use certain music where I would have changed it to be a little bit more hard and heavy, a little more aggressive, a little more upbeat. To match the, the well, content. To match well, to match my voice, really, because I'm oh, like, okay. oh, yo, it's coming to store away, you know? Right. Stuff like that. Matter of fact, the, the reason I bring that up is because, like, you wouldn't do, like, a funeral parlor, you know, if, they, if a funeral parlor comes to the rat and says, like, hey, can you do a, a commercial for us, a spot for us? Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not like, you know, it's a... Um, slipknot. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, get him down to Becky's funeral. Take him and push him and... Baby, don't worry. Turn and burn, be. baby. Turn and burn. <laughs> yes. You don't want to be like that. We'll fire them up. Don't worry. Right. We'll cremate them. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, you got to, like, have it mellow. But, I mean, uh, there's just different ways to read different uh, types of scripts and stuff like that. Right. But it doesn't even stop there. Even when I get done with uh, production, per se, and uh, nevertheless, I mean, like, you, you, like, I'll have to go do a promotion now. You know, I'll be on the road with the rat van. And okay. we, we set up a tent, you know, you're out there for a couple hours, just, you know, just being behind the microphones, one thing, being the uh, the eyes and ears on, you know, of the rat. The is face, a whole, yeah, yeah exactly. There. You know, that's just as, just as important. Right. You know and what I mean? Do you have, do you have, like, how many events, how many things like that do you do on, like, a, like a, say, a week? Do you have to do, like, weekly or monthly? How does that work? Uh, are, you, are you out there often? Hmm. Mostly, it gets more busier as the seasons progress. Like, summer, you're out there a lot. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. You know, sense. like Lakewood Blue Claws and stuff like that. Well, Jersey Shore Blue Claws are called now. Uh, we're always out there. You know, Thirsty Thursdays, they do that kind of stuff. Um, Stone Boney Summer Stages shows. PNC, you're always out and about. You know, stuff like that. Um, winter, you know, like fall, winter, it kind of slows down a little bit. But, I mean, you're still always on the go. Yeah. Uh, like tomorrow, I have a polar bear plunge that I'm doing for the Ladison Network. Oh, nice! So I'll be down at uh, Leggett's in Manasquan. From, okay. Uh, please join us. Um, Unfortunately, this th that will have been gotta be part of the time by the travel. time this yeah by the time this. Uh, no, it's okay. So but, how was your polar plunge? <laughs> right. Freeze! Have you, <laughs> let me ask you this: Have you ever done a polar plunge? I've done a bunch of polar bear plunges. Yeah, because we're... I've done it pretty much ever since I started the rap. We are doing our first one on the 24th of February in Seaside. And we've never, I've never done it before. I've never done Is it that either. the Special Olympics one? Yes. yes. Is it? Yeah, yeah. That one gets crazy packed. It does? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, like we're raising some money for it. We got to, you know, good, good. We, we hit our mark, so we're in. We're like, we're we're able to do the thing. You have yeah, to like get got, a certain minimum. Yeah, we hit the minimum. We're good. So we're good. Yeah. We're, we're a team. So we're, 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 we're plunging. I'm not, I got advice. I got booted out of that one. How? Uh, well, the rat showed up, and next year, you know, um, I guess uh, you know, one one point five, our you know, the competitor there, they were like, you know, get why is the gods here from ninety five on the rat? 
Like, you know, Joe Henry was like, get him out of here, get him out of here. So they made so us you personally the- or the, the whole, your whole crew had it? Oh, right? yeah, the whole crew. But what oh, wow. gets me is it's a charity event. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, so they didn't care Who about the charity. Cares? They didn't care about the charity. They cared about the clip. It was a yeah, they never really called us back. To uh, you know, have us come back for that one. I guess yeah. you know, some you know, somebody over there got pissed. Something political happened. That yeah. That's how it normally works, you know. Yeah, so unfortunately, but yeah. So okay, any advice for us for our first polar plunge? Like, Ooh, how to handle it? I actually have the best advice for you. Thank you. Go. You ready for this? Yeah. When you jump in, don't jump in. <laughs> right. Actually, before you jump in, okay. make sure you have a lot of alcohol in you because that will definitely help you out. Like some JMO really well will take care of you on that one. Of course, big shout out to Miller Life. <laughs> Keep drinking those. But uh big, big uh thing that I've learned is you wanna wear booties, wetsuit booties. Feet. Yeah, I was thinking about that. You gotta have something on your feet. You totally do, because once you come out of the water, it's like you're walking on glass. Really? It really does. It feels like you're walking on glass. Yeah. So get yourself a pair of wetsuit booties. And I, the first time I really, like, jumped in the water, I, like, I ran out. I was like, my feet, my feet, my feet. And not realizing I should probably get wetsuit booties was the one year I came out, and I believe it was uh, News Channel 12 was on the beach. And they're like, oh, it's over here. Can we talk to you? And I'm like, Stan, and I'm like, my feet, man. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, come on, get the camera rolling. I felt like that guy, was it uh, from Family Guy? Yeah. Where he's like, how did the water feel? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Ollie. Yeah. Weatherman, the weatherman Ollie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's it look like? It's going to rain. <laughs> right. so, wetsuit booties. All right. That, wetsuit booties. Like, man. O- Thank you. Like aqua socks? I don't know what that is. Maybe. Is that the same thing? Maybe. Maybe. Aqua socks. Yeah. Is that something you uh, jerk off into? Uh, what is that? Yeah, yeah. You probably. I'm wearing them right now, then. Yeah, who is it? <laughs> no, wetsuit booties is... Uh... Well, aqua socks. Oh, aqua my God. Socks. They just popped up. Look at that. Oh, wow. You brought that up. Future. We got it all, baby. Voice activated studio. Yeah, I was going to say, that's really good. Yo, would this be good for me right here? Is this what you're, what you're talking about? Just something like this? Or wait, I want to see... Ah, you got to go with a different color, man. Your eyes, well, man. Your eyes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look up wetsuit booties. I want to yeah, see Yeah, yeah, just wetsuit booties. booties. <laughs> they're, they're, I'm telling I you. I like saying it. Wetsuit booties. Yeah, you know, it's like what all the surfers wear, you oh, know, and stuff same like stuff. that. Yeah, same stuff. Okay, yeah, there yeah, you there you go. There we go. Heat, okay. heat sock. That's what I Ooh, like. Wait. Heat socks. Heat sock. And it's yeah. only, wait, a heat sock. It's only $40, but the Johns next to them were 75 and they weren't heat. This is a this is a O'Neal three millimeter heat sock pair. That that might be what I gotta get. Something like that. I there like, you go. Sounds good to me. Heat sock. Yeah. I might I'm, get I might get a third one, you know, just just in case. Oh, and also hold your piss <laughs> until you get out there. And then pee oh, out there. So and then warm it up. Look there, at man. you. Yeah. The people around you really start thanking you. Wow. It's like an aura. That's funny, man. No. <laughs> Come near me if you want to live. See, I can actually <laughs> see that. Guys, guys. Also, let me tell you, just for safety hazards and reasons, don't just run and dive into the water. Oh, no. There's like sandbar. People like break their neck by doing oh, that. You know, yeah, the yeah, sandbars. Yeah, yeah. Just walk in. And just like you know, try to go on, you know, bend down, just go under. Don't if you want to swim out a little bit, that's fine. But just don't go diving in; you could break yeah, your neck. Am I cool quick. to run down in there, to like fall in, like you know, 
dunk down into the water, mm-hmm. and then just get up and get the hell right out again. That's I think that's the plan. Is that what everybody does? Like nobody's like staying in the water. Nobody right? hangs out. You'll right? see a couple really blasted drunk people out there, especially the one you're doing because it's so. Not- uh, you don't want to be the first one in. That's another good point. You don't want to be the first one in because if you just run in and try running back out, you've got to go you gotta wait for all the people still coming in. And then you or jump it in on top of you, hit you in the head and stuff like that. Crazy, dude. So, yeah, we got to be- wear GoPros. We got to wear oh, GoPros. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Or are are, the, are the, the 360 cams waterproof? I don't know. I mean, I have the 360 cam, but I'd have to see. There's probably a housing you could get. There might be a housing you can get. I don't know. All right. We'll they have the chest ones, though, don't they? One. Well, the GoPro, yeah, they, we, yeah, I yeah. do have the GoPro with the chest, and I have a head strap for the GoPro, so we should be good with the GoPros. Right. But I got to make sure that I have the, the waterproof housing. Right. But I also have a 360 camera, like a VR camera. Beautiful. But I don't know if I, there's a housing. I have to check the, if they make a waterproof housing for that. I think some guy jumped out, to be honest with you. He jumped out wearing, like, the, he had the drone with him. Okay. But I guess the remote that he had wasn't waterproof. Oh, no. He took it in the water with him? That, that, yeah. That man. was the scuttlebutt back at the bar. So, I didn't see the guy jumping personally. Okay, okay. I mean, I was just oh, hearing about it. What a That's dummy. dumb. Yeah. But I was like, what the hell were you thinking? You right? deserve what you get in that situation. Because, like, it, I'm just sitting out there, and I just see, like, I'm like, is that a bird just, like, dying? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, shoot. Gone. But Play right stupid in. games, win stupid prizes. That's exactly right. Damn. That's you definitely exactly don't want to do that. No way. Those things. But I'm cheap. praying for you boys to have nice weather. Thank you. I think yeah. tomorrow it's supposed to down. Well, sorry. Well, starting starting yeah. tonight, we're supposed to get some weather like in a couple hours. Yeah. Right. Weird. And which weird is the wet the the uh, welcome to the weather section of the show. Right. Here's, Here's Ray. Here's Chris <laughs> with the weather. It's gonna get like progressively warmer tomorrow, and then like. Four o'clock, the bottom's just gonna drop out. It's gonna get freaking cold, and nice. then we're in a pocket of like twelve days of freezing, freezing. Are we gonna weather. get any snow? They I said just, it, uh, like I maybe this not. Tuesday. Yeah, I hope not. I'm okay. the guy that's gotta clean it up, dude. I know. Oh, I am too. Sorry. I don't want I hate it. it. Yeah, I hate it. I I'm not a snow it. guy. I'm it. not. I hate it. I like the idea of snow. Sometimes it's a pain in the ass, though. You know, like I like in my mind when I see snow, I'm like, okay, cool, I can go snowboarding now. But I'm not going snowboarding anytime soon. <laughs> I don't have anything planned. I only liked yeah. it when I was a kid, so we didn't have to go to school or something. That yes, was a- exactly right. But it, when we were kids, it was a t- total opposite of the way it is now, where it's like there's like it's snowing and you're like hoping that you get school canceled. Yeah. And nowadays, it's like it's windy outside. School's canceled. Yeah. Right, right. or wrong. Right, right or wrong. It's yeah. crazy to me. I'm like, oh, wait, what? And you look at the news or whatever, and it's like, schools were canceled today because it's supposed to rain. Or did you ever get really <laughs> pissed off when all the schools went down and yours got skipped? Yes, you have to wait, and, and they're, they're announcing the that schools, and they come across the screen, and you're like, where's mine, where's mine? And then yeah. alphabetically it goes by, and you're like, there's clearly some guy. There's got to be some mistake. There was a mistake. I would always wait for it to scroll again. Yeah, you got to. And then I would try to lie and be like, yeah, it was just, I just, you just, you just missed it. Yeah. You're bullshit and go to school. Oh, I know. That always drove me nuts. I'm like, wait, every, like, it was all the Catholic cool kids, man. That yeah, guy, you know, well, they, yeah. Yeah, we don't have to go to school today. And I felt like just like, throwing snowballs at their house from the bus stop. <laughs> yeah. As they would watch me from the window eating, like, you know, you know uh, Captain Crunch, Crunch Berries. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And they little bastards. <laughs> Fucking assholes. I know. Fucking I know. Assholes. Yeah, I always got screwed over with snow days. Mm. Always. <clears throat> me too. But, I mean, I wasn't in school very long, so I guess I made up for it. Yeah, that's all right. Now I'll do. I'll, I would love a, a snow day. You tell me it's just a snow day. Just go do. Just go play in the snow all day. Yeah, I'll do that. 
See? I like it because you don't have to buy ice for beer. Oh, yeah. perfect. You yeah. know, just line, them up, line them up right outside. Yeah, just that's throw them it, right outside. Man. That's pretty good. <laughs> I like I, I like <laughs> smoking smoking outside in the in the snow. But again, I think it's also because like snowboarding. I'm sitting out on the mountain with the snow coming down. You know, burn one down. It's always it's always a nice time. What was the last time you went snowboarding? Last winter. I usually go at least once a year. Because we didn't really get any snow. No, I know. I go to Vermont. Oh, you do? You take the trip, huh? If I figure if I'm going to go one time, it's like my one like vacation, quote unquote, or weekend a year where I'm just going to go and do my thing. Yeah. I'll go and take the ride. It's like a five-hour drive to go up to Killington because you know they got like a big mountain. There's a lot of stuff going on up there. So I'll just make a, make a weekend trip. You don't. You definitely don't want to take me snowboard. I'm the worst at the worst. I'm like like goofy up there or whatever, man. Yeah. Like I'm literally like Bambi on ice. <laughs> like my ass is skidding well, out. All over have you done it a lot? I think I did it twice. See, that's what it is. If the, the more you do it, it's it's not easy to learn. It's really not easy. Like right. ski, skiing is pretty easy to learn. What? Snow. Yeah. Skiing is very. I easy thought that to would learn. have been harder. Snowboarding <laughs> is harder because skiing you have the two separate feet where you can establish a platform for yourself. The snowboarding with your both of your feet strapped to the same board. Right. You have it's it's about balance, and very often your balance is over the center of where your normal gravity would be. So, like in normal sense, you would never lean over far enough to fall down. But in snowboarding, you have to lean over far enough where you would normally fall down. So it's like you you're it's just but but having your both feet stuck to the same board is usually what screws people up. I always thought it was going to be like because I went surfing a lot, you mm-hmm. know, as a kid. And I kind of got the gist of that. And then I got on a snowboard, and I was like, what is going on here, man? Like, it's all, like, the rails and everything. You got to yeah. stay on the rail. You have to stay on the very edge of the board both times. And that's why, like, you would normally, on a surf- surfboard, the idea is to maintain balance in the center of the board where you're yes. flat on the water and you're, you're staying standing up. Right. But sn- snowboarding is different because the mountain is at an angle, and you want to be sort of at an angle to the mountain. So you always have to be, your center of gravity is over the back. Like, you're... It's like this the Michael Jackson video where they lean forward real, real far. Like yeah, got, yeah, You gotta yeah. be doing that all the time. Or on your heels all the time. Where you're like all the way on your heels or all the way on your toes. Yeah, that right. wouldn't bode right. well for me. You just right. gotta, it it's, it's, well. it's about getting that center of gravity. Like you're, bound, you're like, I gotta lean farther. I just gotta let myself lean farther. Or lean back farther. And then once, you're, once you get that where you're, far, you're, you're actually over the edge of the board instead of over the center of yourself, that's where it gets easier. But it's hard. It's hard to do. I'll tell you what. You don't want to know how I stopped. Uh, you just tuck tree? Oh. Tree? No, I took out like 12 kids, man, uh. on the bloody hill. <laughs> I was like, bam! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, first time, first time. Or it's like those big orange gates, you know, that are up. Yep. You know, I went through those a couple of times. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's rewarding. It's a lot of fun. But, like, when I went the first time, we got our asses kicked. I had, I ripped holes in my gloves. You could see my hands through both of my gloves, the palm of my hand, because my hands were on the ground, like, dragging on the ground or, like, pushing out in front of myself to, like, to, to stop. Wow. I ripped my gloves open. Holy that was It was, we got crap, our asses dude. kicked the first time. But, you know, you can stick with it. And like I said, once you get that balance, once you understand the, the balance of it, that it's actually over your normal center of gravity, that's when you can start to, like, stay on that edge and, and, and I never yourself. snowboarded, but I skateboarded for a very long time as a kid. And it's I different. feel like I'd be able to pick it up. Well, he, you heard what he just said about the yeah, surfboard, yeah, right? Yeah, it's it's true. it's it's different in that way. You wouldn't and surfing you would never, is way fucking harder than skateboarding. You would never lean over the edge of the skateboard as far as you need to on a on a snowboard. 
like your right. center your center yeah, gravity yeah, still yeah. needs to be yeah, on top of the yeah. bo- on top of the skateboard. Yeah. The snowboard it needs to be over the edge on either edge. Huh. Wow. Yeah. I'm learning something new on this show. Yeah, yeah. We that's, do we do physics. Crazy, we yeah, do a little man. physics. That's Absolutely. Okay. Just throw it in there. We have science time. Yeah. <laughs> we got weather science. We do the, we do the weather. This. We do science. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, we 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 pop on news. Do you guys want to do okay? What's Mathematics. Six times four. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-four. Uh, yeah, you got it. Damn, skipping. You nailed it. Yeah, yep. yeah. Congratulations. Even after he said it, I'm sitting here like Chris this. is like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> You didn't see that, but I just went. You know, like this, yeah, right. I, just, I just Googled it real quick. Siri, <laughs> Siri, what's this guy talking about? Oh man, I got one for you. How long did it take you before you were able to like absolutely? Because I've I've heard you do it, and it, you nail it every time hitting the post. Oh, on songs, yeah. <clears throat> uh... Is that something? Did you pick that up right away, or did you practice? That? Is there a like, cl- is there a clock that counts down? There is on some songs, not all songs. Oh, really? There oh, is. Okay, so I didn't. Know. There okay, is. we're pulling the curtain back a little bit. No, so that's good. That's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, on yeah. some songs, they do have it. Maybe not at hundred percent where you really want to hit the post. It might be like where like a, a drums thing comes in or something like that. But a lot of times, uh, like brand new songs are. Uh, they don't have, like, the clock counted in, meaning, like, the countdown clock for the post. Right. So, like, what I'll do uh, before I air it is I'll listen to it beforehand, and then I'll see, like, the clock goes down. Mm-hmm. So if it's a three-minute, 30-second song, and the guy starts singing at 3.26, so you know you got four seconds to, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Jersey's Rat Radio, and blah, 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 95.9, The Rat, mm-hmm. start the song, but you know... You got to end it within four seconds. Okay. So it's like, you know. Um, so you're the one really doing like, the math. You're actually doing the math in well, your studio. We do the science and we do the weather. You guys do the math. Yeah. <laughs> right? Perfect. That's pretty good. Perfect. But you got to be sharp on that because, like, you got to do that mental math real quick, right? You see the number on the screen. You're like, okay, I got it. I, I got four seconds. Yeah. And, I can say, yeah, like, you know, in that four seconds, I can say the name of the song and the band real quick. Right, right. I mean, but you just got to make sure you can time it right or extend your, your terminology, if you will. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, I might even start introducing the song. Uh, before you even play it. Before you play it and then go, like, you know, this is the brand. No one hit it. And then say, uh, you know, I, I don't know why, just Papa Roach, you know. This yeah, is the yeah. brand new one from Papa Roach. Hit it right here on Jersey's Rat Radio, 95.9 The Rat. That's like four seconds right there. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like that's that kind old, of stuff. That's OG. so cool. Yeah, that is the OG. It's really... That's, uh, cool. that's it's, really cool. There's a lot of... There's so many, like, interesting things that that you do in your world. And, like, I mean, obviously, they kind of meld over to this world in a, in a sense. You know, I mean... Yeah, we're, we're, we need to get better at doing our, like, promo stuff. Like, for example... Yeah. The the at the end of the show when we're like you know make sure you like and subscribe and do all mm. this stuff like that type of stuff we still aren't really super sharp at yet we 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 got to get better at you know setting up at the beginning and being like hey make sure you like and subscribe and then at the end like and subscribe and do all the stuff yeah. like when we had our last guest you feel thing, like that's like very cliche though it certainly I is do. and it I think that that's why sometimes and it's 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 like like he just said like. I don't know the whole. Yeah, it's very. It's, cliche. It feels un- it's very. I think that that's why we still haven't gotten to our groove yet. Yeah, it doesn't. It's feel because natural. like it's not. We haven't found something that works for us, right? Because we because obviously the the 
the very canned, you know, sort of like a way, way that everybody on, say, YouTube or whatever social media is doing it doesn't really fit us. It doesn't suit us, so it doesn't feel right. But we haven't found what does. You know what I mean? Like, how do we make sure we hit all those things, like say all the correct information and make sure that people know all the things that they should be doing, all the actions that they should be taking. Right. right? But the, do it, you know, the, the proper steps. Yeah. Exactly. But in a way that still suits us and still fits us. And so we're, I think we're still really feeling that out. Right? I mean, we'll, we'll get there one day. But yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. You know, for the time being, it's just going to be what it is. I mean, yeah. we're getting I'll help you. Ready? Click and subscribe or I'm going to come piss on your lawn. <laughs> <laughs> he means it, too. I'm Blaine, gonna clip, I know your I'm just going to clip that. That's going to be a button. We're just going <laughs> to hit that at the end of every Click show. Click and subscribe or I'm going to piss on your lawn. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, there's so many interesting aspects uh, about your job that, I don't know, I, I no, I, I truly am blessed when it, when it comes to the, the, that station alone mm-hmm. and uh, the rat family. They really are like family. I mean, I know um, I, like the rat, you know, the Robin, you know, the, they're all great. Like mm-hmm. Robin's like my second mom, to be honest with you. You know, Carl's like uh, my second dad. I mean, he still beats me with a belt sometimes. <laughs> 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 and, of course, you know, Dave does the show. I mean, he's great with sports. Everybody has their own addition to what they add to it. Jimmy Steele, the whole rat staff, even the part-timers, everybody steps up and definitely does their part. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think where I fit in with 95.9 The Rat, I've never said this before because, you know, I think they all get the gist of it. But uh, where I fit in is... You know, the guy out there on the roads, like, you know, they'll send me out for the uh, the polar bear plunges. They'll send me out to live on the billboard. And so I wanted to touch on that, too, but go ahead, finish, finish. Yeah, it's... Because uh, you're the mayor. They know that you're the mayor. Yeah, just going out and, you know, getting it all done. Being like the... Get the people moving. Exactly. You know, uh, being like, I guess, uh, not the face of the radio. I don't want to be like that guy. But you have the energy. Yeah. Like, I can go anywhere on that that time spot like throughout any of those shows like i know how to do all those shows i can do the morning show i could you know robin's show jimmy's show mm-hmm. but i could go in there and bang out my own production work so it's like you show value to them as as much as they have as much fun with you if that makes sense yeah it makes total sense you know like they'll make me wear these crazy outfits you know mm-hmm. i go to rat fest every year and they make me dress up but the audience loves it Right. I mean, sort of the bands. Yeah, the bands, yeah. man, you know, they, they love it. I mean, we can get in depth I in mean, that. At the end of the day, you're having a good time, too. Absolutely. I mean. What's the beer store yeah, flowing? I don't care well, what I wear, you know. Of course. <laughs> you know? Of course. But, I mean, I've been in diapers and French made outfits with the governor. I mean, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. that was Governor Christie. Uh, I mean, geez, what else have we done? The uh, fairy. Yeah, the fairy almost got killed in Newark for that one. That was a doozy. <laughs> Handed toilet paper out. That was out. a doozy. <laughs> <laughs> it really was, man. I'm not even putting you on. Dressed as a fairy, handing out toilet paper, what, during the pandemic? No, no. The, excuse me. Newark, uh, the town of Newark, the city of Newark actually cut funding for public, uh, you know, certain things, you know, like paper sure. towels and, they, you know, toilet paper. Okay. They cut the uh, toilet paper out, funding for it. So I went to, uh, I think it was like the state building or something, whatever is up there, right behind Prudential Center. I don't even remember what it's called. It's like Town Hall, I guess you call it. Right. 
And I stood on the steps, and I was uh, the toilet paper fairy is actually what they call it. <laughs> so I had a toilet brush going, and I was handing out <laughs> toilet paper. And I don't know if you really uh, know, like, the town of Newark, but it's, oh, it's tough. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Rough, <laughs> rough streets. Tough. I almost got my ass kicked and used the toilet paper for, like, you know, cleaning up blood there for a minute. Man. You know, we're walking around the street dressed as a fairy. Yep. Some guy offered me crack. And he's like, yo, man, what, what do you want, man? Can I buy some? And I was like, I don't sell that. <laughs> he's like, you want to buy some? <laughs> he's like, well, I want whatever you're on, bro. Wow. Damn, I got another sale, stuff. but I got all the toilet paper you need. <laughs> well, that's, that's just, like, what I was leading at. Like, I don't think you'll see anybody, even in this market, I don't see anybody even around this market doing stuff like no. that. You know, I mean, that's why I'm like... Uh, that's why I feel honored. <clears throat> excuse me. I feel honored and privileged to do that for the rat. You know, it's uh, it makes your job a lot more fun for one, but it makes you um, stand out a little bit more. You know, that's for sure. And you, dude, you bring a lot of joy to a lot of people. Yeah, well, I mean, to have as much fun, but you know, when it's time to step up and do like uh, like that community stuff and you know helping people out, like like the billboard. Yeah, dude, you do a lot. A lot of charity stuff. What's yeah. The, what's ton. the billboard? So go ahead. Uh, billboard. Uh, it's been it's been going on for a while. Uh, this is my third yeah third year doing it, and uh, it started a while back with other radio stations. But uh, Andy Chase, love him to death. Uh, he's my brother from another mother. Um, he's been doing it for X amount of years. I'm not even sure. But what the what it consists of is you go up on top of uh, like 40 feet, I think it is, up in the air on and. Uh, it's like scaffolding, and you live up there for four days or until you hit your goal. And our goal was always set for, since I've been doing it, was $109,000. And I was a little worried because everybody loved Andy that was always participating. In it, and Andrew was hitting like 150000 and 152000 And I don't remember what their goal was for whatever station he worked at. But um, when my first year, when we stepped up here with the rat. And the only reason Andy, uh, let me rephrase that. Andy was cut from uh, that job. He was let go. And um, Andy had reached out for the organization, by the way, which is called Ocean of Love. And um, they asked me to do it. And I started doing my research on this uh, this corporation. And what a beautiful, beautiful organization it is. I've heard of them. Yeah, they're based out of Tom's River. And what they do is they raise money, and they take that money and they help out kids that are battling cancer. So technically, they don't really pay your your medical bills, but what they'll do is they take care of, uh, let's say your child has cancer and they got to go down to Philadelphia or they got to go to this hospital, uh, X amount of hospitals. So they'll pay for your gas. They pay for your tolls. They pay for... Um, you know, since your parents are going to be gone for so long, like when you come home, your fridge right. is taken care of with food, your uh, your electrical bills. So they take care of all bills. the other stuff so that you can focus on what you need to focus exactly. on. That's wow, cool. Exactly. Wow, that's huge. Yeah. So I fell in love with that day. But um, when I started doing it, I, I think my first year, I hit $151,000. Nice. And then I was like, wow, that's a lot of money. And then the next year, I think I did 163. And this past year, I did 176. Ooh, nice. 176,000. That's awesome. So, 
And what time of year is it? It's the same time every year? Yeah, it's like mid-September. Okay. So you I gotta, go up. You're going to be going next September. You're going to be going to try to beat, beat your record. You're up there for four days, my man. Wow. Start living. But after, you know, it's crazy. Like, you got to make it your own. And everybody always gets a big kick out of this. Yeah. I don't know why. Like, uh, the first year, I didn't know what to expect. You know, I was like, what do I do? Like, I don't even know what to pack, you know, and all this. Second year, I was like, oh, yeah, I need to get more ice for the cooler. You know? <laughs> 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 and then this year, I had hammocks up there. You know, I'm lounging oh, out, you know. Awesome. You know, it's you make awesome. it your own. Yeah, yeah, you make yeah. it if you gotta be up there for four days, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. Where do you go to the bathroom? There's a portajon right at the base of it. And Matt, they, that's crazy too, because they wanted to put it up on top with me. <clears throat> and I was like, I'm not having that thing up there, man. I'm not trying to smell my own, you know. Yeah, like you don't want a portajon around. Exactly. <laughs> you like you can avoid it. I know it's like kind of like not as small as a jail cell, but like, damn, man, I don't yeah. want to be in my own jail cell with my own toilet here. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, they, they left it on the base. And there's stairs that I could go up and down in case of emergency or something like that. Right on. But, um, yeah, man, like next year I'm shooting for a pool. <laughs> I'm putting a jacuzzi up there. A little hot tub. A little hot tub. That's a hot tub. Beautiful. I had, I had uh, this, this I got to share with you. You guys will love this. We were all partying like mid-afternoon and... um. It was like not many, you know, not many people around. The kids were like in school and stuff like that. So it's like really quiet during the time. And, um, you know, I started cracking beers. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, here comes this one intern kid from the rap. And he goes, Gods, Gods, man. Listen, News new Channel 12 here, they want to do an interview with you or whatever news station it was. So I was like, yes, send him up. You know, just tell him to be careful coming up the stairwell. Especially that guy holding a camera. Send him up. Yeah, yeah. So I had a welcome mat this year. Nice. Right at the, like, the, as soon as you walk up to the billboard, like the top of the billboard there, that you see the welcome mat. And here comes the guy, and it was, he, he starts recording, and uh, he goes, Oh, yeah, we're going to check in right now. We have Gots here from 95.9 The Rat. And he turns around and goes, Gots, how you doing? I go, Whoa, whoa. He goes, what's the matter? I go, take your shoes off before you come to my house. <laughs> nice. I was like, I'm just kidding. Come on here, buddy. <laughs> that was cool. But I like MTV cribbed the whole like yeah, uh, yeah, the yeah. whole new broadcast. Yeah, Dude, that's that's, awesome. that's what you got to do. Yeah, well, I, mean, I was like, yeah, you're like, right. You got to make it your own. I think like, yeah. see this wood you're walking on. It's just plywood. I'm like, yeah, how I had that flew in from Japan. <laughs> like, Special wood. Just had these floors finished. <laughs> I was like, let me show you my fridge. I open up the cooler. It's just a bunch of beers. Like six loose beers in there. Like, oh, we're doing great up here. <laughs> let me show you the view. Yeah. It's a bunch of parking, you know, it's a whole empty parking lot yeah. with like Lowe's and Target. <laughs> we'll have to put it on our calendar, Chris, and go like watch from the ground or something. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely, the, man. Know? I'll definitely let you know the days. I'll keep you up to speed on that one. But yeah, that we'll, is a great quote. We'll be his beer and sandwich delivery system. There you go. Oh, yeah. Actually, you guys would love, man. They do, like, bands on uh, Monday night. Every night, there's a different theme, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, Monday so night, it's like an actual whole event every, for the four days. So oh, it's yeah. It's not just you alone. They just leave you alone up there. <laughs> and, like, see you, dude. We'll be back in four yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. No, no, it's Bye. not like that. No, it's not like that. <laughs> no, like, there's um, there's always something that going on Monday through. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, uh, I go up on a Monday, and I come down on uh, on a Thursday night. But, uh, yeah, there's always different themes and stuff like that, and uh, there's always security there. Mm. Nobody wants to. They don't want anybody to come in and rob your house. Well, I'm just well, I'm just going to refresh you. Like you said, where do you go to the bathroom? And I said, it's on the bottom. Uh-huh. 
Uh, I made the mistake, and I was like, man, I got to piss, but it's like the middle of the night. And I was like, I don't, I can't find my headlamp because everything's pitch black up there, you know? Oh, and I was like, now I got to go down these stairs. So I was like, screw this. I'm going right off the building. Uh-oh. <laughs> Please well, tell me. All of a sudden, you hear the cop at the bottom of the billboard going like, hey, guys, it's not raining out here. I was like, oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> it was a cop. <laughs> it was either that or his cop car. I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So like, the security's, yeah, security's to there to keep their eye on you. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure nobody runs up on the billboard and stuff like that. Troublemaker. <laughs> Troublemaker. I would have been, but that's the thing. Like, that's why I, it was one of the first questions I asked was where you go to the bathroom. Because the one of the first things, I mean, maybe it's my dumb male brain, but I'm like, I, I'm kind of peeing. I'm peeing off that thing. Yeah. You know, I'm peeing off that thing. Especially I'm, like I'm spitting three o'clock in the morning. I'm spitting off of it. I'm peeing off of it. And I'm throwing something off of it. Yeah, I'm definitely yeah. doing those three things at least once. Trying to. And I'm maybe not peeing now that we heard the bus. And I'm so <laughs> weird about it. I think I could go the four days without having to do a poop. I don't. Kept it all to myself. I think, I, dude, so, kept yeah. it all to myself. For four what? Days. Dude, you, you watch what it. you eat. You could do you it. You could do it. You totally did. I did it. Yeah. I yeah. did it. Didn't even really have the verge because I guess it's like all the excitement and anxiety that you have up there. Yeah. Plus, so, it's a porta john. Yeah. yeah. Your body's all wound up. So. I am. Wow. Kept it all to myself, but it, it sucks when you come home, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh man. Your <laughs> yeah. porcelain at home is oh, like, dude, man. really? Really? Yeah. No, but for me, like, uh, to poop in a porta john, I have to have the door, like, open, propped open. Why? Because your knees? My knees hit the door, so I use my foot. Uh, I've only pooped in a porta john three times. Three? Three times. I, I think I've done more than that. I'm trying three. to think. I might not have been too many more. Maybe five or so. Three I'll times. never go to like three. Go I will never go to use a porta john if I have to do a, a drop of deuce or you know a, you know bring the Browns to the Super Bowl. Well, <laughs> I ain't doing that at one of those music festivals. That's what Fuck I'm saying. No. Like I, I've never because no. that's that's why I know I could do four days because at a music festival like I, a couple times I've been to music there festivals you go. where you just don't shit that. Well, that you're doing drugs that. the no. whole time mostly. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I had one, one, festival, one festival, yes, one festival, no, but, <laughs> but yes, nonetheless. Yeah, nonetheless. yeah, yeah. You got a belly full of drugs. It's fine. Yeah. That closes up the butthole. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, dude, music festival bathrooms are disgusting. It's the worst. Always, they're always in grass that turns into mud. Very fast. And you sure that's even mud? Suspect. That's what I'm saying. Suspect. Dude, like, come on. Did that happen like Woodstock 99? Yeah, or people sliding were just around? playing around. Well, that was, that was Woodstock 94. Was that full? Mud. 99, 99 was the, was the fire. fires. The yeah. fire. Yeah. I was there. I was, I was there, too. Yeah? No But way. I think they were still rolling around in mud. I was like, that don't they look like been, mud. They might have been. They might have been. They were but running on top of the Port of John. That they were definitely doing. Yeah, I've seen all that. Yep. I left, though. I left before, like, the fires actually kicked off when the chili peppers started going. We were there. Yeah, we drove through the fires. And, and like, oh. a, uh, one of the, you know how they had the, uh, large, like, the super tall chain link fences? Yes. Like, that kept you all inside? Yep. Those were getting knocked over onto our car. We had to, like, get out and get them off of our car so we could continue driving out of there. The fires and everything. It was, it was berserk. That must have felt like driving through Beirut. It was crazy. It was, yeah. I mean, for the most part, it was, we, we were all very scared in the car. We didn't really know what to expect. People were running crazy, like throwing things, and there was literal bonfires, like, all over the place. It was, it was crazy. It, it was, was nuts. It was, it was Totally crazy. nuts. Yeah. Uh, we set up a tent, and we were like, yeah, yeah, leave your bags. I'm like, I'm not leaving my bag in this tent. 
No shit. We came back. I'm like, where the hell's the tent? I'm like, look at all the... I think it was a like yellow tent, let's just say. <laughs> I'm looking around. It's ten. It was. It was just like... It was ten. Seventy-five of them are yellow. <laughs> ten. It was it was bizarre. And you that were on a, was gone. You were on an airstrip. So there was no right. trees, there was no forest, there was no nothing. It was just wide open space. <laughs> really? It was it was crazy. What My was crazy. your favorite act from Woodstock? Man, I was on mushrooms during Rage Against the Machine. So yeah, yeah that was good. That they was just really, said really that good. They're not touring anymore. Um I heard that too. Yeah, yeah. The rat was mentioning that the other day. Oh, I do not have to pee. I'm coming into you. Okay. More beers. <laughs> more more drinks. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, I Rage Against the Machine was great. Loved Rage. Let me think of who else. Uh, you know who blew me away that I didn't expect? Bush. Bush is awesome. Live, they were oh so my God. good. They were so good. Bush is one of those bands that, like, you don't realize how many hits they actually have. Yep. And when I say it like that, like, you, they'll start playing. You're like, oh, my God, that's right. They do sing that. Mm-hmm. I saw them at Starland. I I got to introduce him at Storyland. I introduced, and I remember sitting there for like the hour and a half or maybe close to two hours that they played, whatever it was. And I was singing along to songs that I probably never even knew that I was going to be singing along to. Right. Like, wow, Bush was great. uh, Amen to that. In my top 10 of the best live shows I've been to. In my top 10. Corn? Yes. Oh, you got it. We got to get you at the tool. Tool's the best. I've never seen tool. I've never seen tool. And all I hear about tool concerts are. They're completely pitch dark, and James sings from the back of the stage. Maynard, 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 James Keenan. He he uh he often sings from a, a platform that's like on a different level from where they they yeah, are. It's like the left or uh, right hand side of the stage, right? But is right, he, but, but is he never like they, front man? He's never no, like out there dancing around usually. like a fucking goon. No, you'll see no. him. The, uh, the one year I saw him, uh, what was at the Prudential Center or something along those lines. Anima tour. I know what you're gonna say. Anima tour. I'll bet. Right. Go I, ahead. Well, he was playing doctor. Oh. Or operation. Remember the operation game yeah. where you hit the sides and. Right. He was backstage playing that. Come on. He had the whole doctor's outfit on. Shut the fuck up. And they had him on the screen. I'm like, what's this guy doing? Yeah, he's a strange bird, bro. During the Anima tour, I thought you were gonna say he came out for most of the tour. He either came out painted all black. All white or oh, half, no, I didn't see that half one. black, half white. That's another his, thing his I was going to say. Like black, I heard, white. not yeah. only do you not really see him through the performance, is he's typically painted or yeah, he's 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 a he's a the, the performance is incredible. I've seen Tool more than any band live. Anemia and, is my favorite album, and their their live show is is second to none. That might be Maybe, the last thing I've ever seen. They're awesome. Really? Yeah, without a doubt. They're 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 awesome. They, awesome. Live. The loudest. Yeah, they actually gave me earplugs. The one I, I don't even remember what venue this was, but they gave me. I'm like, no, I'm good. And like, no, you're sitting like front row or second row, wherever I was. And they and I was like, where's those earplugs? Because I was wow. right next to the speaker. And I was like, oh boy, it's a, it's, it's a, a huge production. Like their live show is incredible. It's a it's there's it's not pitch black. I mean, I've never seen one where it's pitch black because they have such visual, like their video boards or their projections and stuff. The Adam Jones, the guitarist, is also a visual artist. He's their he's their lead visual artist, and he puts together visuals. So you're watching video for the entire time that yeah. they're playing. It's it's a it's it's the best. The only other show that I can say the live like concert that I can say was as good theatrically and production wise. I got to see. I was I'm fortunate enough that I can say I saw Michael Jackson on the Bad Tour. Wow, that's gotta M- be cool at MSG. 
he, you know, I mean, this was yeah, like way back in the cool day. Yeah, your parents were cool as hell. We, I was very lucky. Your we were parents are cool as hell. And, How much uh, were those tickets? Like $8 billion? I Honestly, I think that my they were gifted to my dad. My dad had a, had a good job when I was a kid. And it was it was not like a super high paying job. He wasn't rich, but he was he, in protection. It's okay. He ran no, protection. no, no. He, he worked <laughs> he worked in the supermarket industry, but there was always gifting being done. Like the vendors were always trying to like get their products into the stores. Yeah. Right, and right, so yeah. he was getting tickets for tons of stuff all the time. And that was one of the things where he got some Michael Jackson bad tour. At that MSG. is rad. And what year was this? It, I mean. What whatever late year that 80s? was, 80, 88, 89, something like that. That had to be late 80s, maybe 90, 91. And that's when pretty much he was at his prime. Yeah, dude. In his absolute prime. Hell yeah, he was on fire. 1987 right? was the album, so it's right around there, 87, 88, 89. When did Madison Square Garden when see did Michael Thriller Jackson? come out? 84, 85? Something like that, yeah. I, my, I, have, I thought uh, it was earlier, was it? It has to be earlier because like one of my... The few memories I have of my mom is her and I learning the thriller dance, and she bought me, dude. I was like this big. She bought me the red leather jacket, jacket, jacket and pants. Oh, nice! And we learned the whole choreography to this. Should have worn to school back then. Yeah, man. You would have been man. like badass. I, I think right I might have. I might have. Really says right here on YouTube, uh, Michael Jackson Thriller came out in 2009. Oh, so nice. 2009. Makes sense. I'm just kidding. Makes sense. <laughs> I was quit drinking there for a minute. I was like, what? Oh, 19, you, you're, it's great. You're looking at me like, what? 1982. Yeah, 1982. I was going to say, I thought, yeah, I thought it was earlier. <laughs> Isn't that still like the top selling uh, album of all time? I would believe that. I think that. Taylor Swift bought, beat that. Yeah? Oh, just recently? I think so. I think she's, wait. What did she just? Obviously, she's, she just broke she's, some she, kind of record. Yeah, obviously she. I think she's a billionaire, uh, but sure. I think she the. I think she crushed ticket sales like overall for. I tours. think she made a billion dollars or something this year, right? She, or over a billion. She gave just all this of year. Her, yeah, yeah. All the truck drivers, the Teamsters that were on her tour, right. she gave them all a hundred thousand dollar bonus. I thought That's it was awesome. a million. Maybe it was. What I think I I just. You got the think box in front of you. <laughs> I thought it was a hundred grand, but even still, like, I think she gave all her uh, handlers how, like uh, a million dollars. Fucking awesome is that? Like, is she is she really that good of a human, or is this just like a big show? Is she like, really that rich? Do you, but do you think like behind the scenes she's a monster? I don't know. Like, hard to deal with. There's got to be some difficulty. Like uh, stick up the butt. Looks like a hundred thousand. Was it a hundred grand? Hundred thousand. Correct. <sighs> yes. Meanwhile, she could afford a million. What a cheap ass! Huh? No, she ended up hang, she ended up handing out fifty five million in bonuses. That, all right, that's what it was. Okay, holy okay. that's what it was. shit! Fifty five million bonuses. And you know what? That's like I didn't get a dime. That's like twenty bucks to her, probably. Nah, she you know I hit that. on she her, right? Oh, really? really? Did you really? Yep. Was I, it well received, or was she just like, dude, come on? Well, I didn't believe it was her. I mean, she has like a lot of like security following her around, like Secret Service. They and there's look a like. lot of chicks that look just like her. Oh, exactly. Is that right? Just in general, or well, yeah, around her? No, no. There's Does a she, lot of is, girls. is this like a Padme thing where she's got a bunch of fake princesses that walk around her so nobody knows? Well, if it is, this girl looked exactly like her. Maybe. Because, uh, no. Get out of here. We we were in a back room and there was a wedding uh, going on in the front room. So like, um, you know how like Bar A has the curtains closed and all that jazz. Well, they had the same same count, uh, concept, and now I'm sitting at the back bar, 
and a bunch of friends. We were just bar hopping. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, uh, the doors open up, and the, the guy's like, make sure you stay over on this side of the bar. And I was like, who the hell is this guy? But he's wearing a suit, like men in black kind of mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, yes, sir, no problem. We'll, we'll stay over here. And here's, you know, this hot blonde comes walking in. Next you know, she comes over to our, well, in our area, and she starts, like, you know, getting, like, a cranberry juice or something, whatever she ordered. And I was like, look at this girl. And, I'm you know, I'm trying to hit on her. And my first words to her, I was like, man, you got the nicest legs in the world. I was like, what are you, like, a fucking thoroughbred? <laughs> she's oh, like, I love you so can't much. Believe- so no, much. absolutely not. I think can't she's be- no, yeah, no. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the other thing, man. This whole Kelsey guy? He's in for it. Oh, Travis Kelsey ever when breaks they, up at her. When they break up, when he's they break up, the, the, he's going to quit the Chiefs. They're going to lose. They're going to go on the worst losing streak ever. Yep. And I, she's going to write 10 hit songs. How many songs do you think she's going to come out? That's that's the thing, you know. I don't know. I mean, he's close to retirement anyway. Oh, is I he I think really? his, his best bet, I mean, I think he maybe have, like, one more season in him or whatever. But, like, his best bet is to be, re- to be retired before she... Before Dumps they break him. up, right? Before they break up, because if he's retired, because if if they break up and he's still in the NFL and all the other like the defensive players are talking trash to him across the line about Taylor Swift, or like quoting her song Whoa. lyrics, clo- quoting her song lyrics to you him, you don't think they're fu- you, know? you don't think anybody's fucking with him now? Probably, but he's fucking her, so he doesn't care. Yeah. I once that's right. over, right. once that's over, they're going to be quoting songs to quoting his her songs to him, and he's not going to have anything to Boy, say. You just broke my brain. He's like. He's on the end of he's on the back end of his career. Yeah, he's been in the NFL for a while. Really? I want to say he's like thirty two or something. Oh gosh, like I I look at him like he's in his twenty, like he's a young kid. Well, he is to us. Yeah, but he's he, in NFL years. It's a whole different ball. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. I think he'll try to go as long as Mahomes. I think there's enough of an age difference between them where he won't be able to. Uh, maybe be- maybe they'll try to go for like one more, two more uh, um, rings, you know. And then yeah, I feel like that he's got one or two more good seasons in him, yeah. and then that'll be the end of that. It'll be like a Gronk and Tom Brady. Gronk was there for as long as he could be there, yeah. And then Brady played like one or two more years after that. And then Gronk left with him, right? Well, Gronk left with him, and then Tom Brady came back. Well, that's yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so real quick, I'd like to change my Super Bowl. Pick oh, okay. That I uh, early yeah, said your, earlier your Super Bowl early prediction. Yeah, what was your? The, l- I definitely. Do you I remember? Definitely your pick? said the Ravens. No, you did. I did too, actually. No, I never did. said the Ravens. No, did I, I say did. the Dolphins. I, 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 no, I said the Ravens. Because right now I want to say it's the Ravens and the Dolphins that are going to be in the Super Bowl this year. You, that's impossible. They both play in the AFC. Oh, I'm sorry. See, that's how much I know. But I'm the sports expert. Of I'm not podcast. that good neither. I might go with Ravens or, or uh, uh, believe it or not, man, I might go Lions, man. Detroit. Yeah. Wow. Eagles are not going to be. a fun be, story. The Eagles are not going to be in the Super Bowl, and the Cowboys will not be in the Super your Bowl. Pick, your pick was, was Chiefs-Eagles. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so you're going to be, I, I, I think that's a slim, No Cowboys? Slim. You don't think Cowboys will do it? I think they're going to get beat this week by that kid. Who they playing? The Bucks, right? No, no, the Cowboys uh, play against the Packers. So you yeah. think Jordan Love is going to beat them? I, th- I mean, it, it would be a fun. I like rooting for the young, the young like kids. Like, right, I do too. They are the youngest team. Like I'm just saying, like he's he's what is he 22 or something like that? He's a baby. Uh, he might not be 22. He's not that young. Because the thing is, you're you're he's he's the first year starter. Mm, but maybe he, that's what it is. He's been on this. He's been on the team for like two or three years because he sat behind Aaron Rodgers for a while. 
So he's not like a young kid. He's just a first-year starter. Not a, bad, not a bad person to sit behind, though. I'm exactly. sure he mentored the Was, fuck out of him. No, he didn't probably mentor him very well because he's a psychopath. Have, have you been paying attention to Aaron Rodgers at all? He's the dude's a nut. He but, is a nut. Yeah. Really? But did Jimmy just, Kimmel sue his ass? Wait, what? <laughs> He's, yeah, he's like uh, Jimmy Kimmel, apparently, or uh, Aaron Rodgers was on, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Go ahead. He was on uh, television doing Matt some- Fa- Pat McAfee. Yeah, this uh, sports show. On and he was saying that- with the fucking tank top. On yeah, I, wanna, I think it is. I want to fight I always, him. I want to fight him. <laughs> I think you he, don't want to fight him. You don't want to fight him. He would, I'll he put would, some down for predictions he right now. He end then. you. <laughs> he's an NFL player. We can't do a comedy boxing, <laughs> a little comedy light light I think, bar. I think that Pat McAfee would end up getting the better of you. I, I don't want to put you in that position. No, he's a huge guy. But go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, you're all good because I'm thinking about. It. I'm picturing this in my head right now. Right, that sizing him I up. got my own predictions. I got money riding on you right now. <laughs> no, I'm. So uh, Rogers went on McAfee's show, and he was saying that uh, Kimmel. Was on Epstein could have might have been on Epstein's list. Like he's yes, thrown the around the, list. Thrown around the suggestion. The I don't even know where he came up with something like that. Nobody even reported anything like that. No, he just he he likes to spout off and get people talking about what he wants to say. And I guess he had an axe to grind with Jimmy Kimmel for some reason that I don't know. Maybe Kimmel made some jokes about him, probably. Yeah. And so, oh, that's probably why. So he's yeah. like, you know, because I mean, but the thing is, you can give what you can't receive. Kind exactly. Of you you if you're Aaron Rodgers, you got to understand that you know. Be staying in the public in the media's eye all season long the way that he did, he's going to open himself up to people talking about him because right. that's what he wanted. He wanted people talking about him. So when people talk about you, you just got to kind of deal with it. But he's like you said, he can't take it. He has got such thin skin that maybe Jimmy Kimmel made some monologue jokes about him, and then Aaron Rodgers turns around and is like, "Oh yeah, well you're on the Epstein list." <laughs> Just and, to try to get back at him. And so now Jimmy Kimmel, you know, Jimmy Kimmel. He sued him? I'm, I'm not sure if he sued him. I don't him, think he did. I think it all, like, uh, got brushed underneath the rug from right. uh, oh, wow. he, he, uh, my boy Davey Mack said. Aaron Rodgers apologized on the McAfee show. Oh, he did? And then McAfee, you know, here's the fun part. McAfee's fun. He, he actually did a, a pretty good heel turn. He, Aaron Rodgers had his final appearance of the season in his scheduled appearances. And McAfee, then, you know, after that was done, he's like, all right, listen, we're done with, with Aaron Rodgers. We're not going to be, you know, d- dealing with that anymore. I'm actually happy that we're done with Aaron Aaron's segments for the year because people talk about it so much. Blah 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 blah. And then that night, Nick Saban got uh, Nick Saban retired. So it was either Saban or Belichick. The very next day, he's like, okay, and uh, McAfee's like, okay, so now coming on to talk about this new, this big coaching news that we heard. Here is a uh, four-time NFL MVP and uh, Super Bowl champion. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> and he really? Brings, he brings Rodgers right back on the show the next day <laughs> to, no comment, to comment on the headline news. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was Real a funny. Year. It's a fun, he, tr- good troll job. Good That's troll funny. job by McAfee. That's yeah. funny. So, Check this out. Was he really making a million dollars an episode for that show? I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I Dude, think man. so. I think so. I I think so. I'm going to start studying sports, I think. I don't know. I, I, well, he just... I mean, he, it's crazy, right? He said that it's the hardest part of the industry to get into, though. I can... You know, I it can seems like it's over, oversaturated, right? Yeah, dude. You got to know everything. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, you listen to some of these sports shows, and the guys go crazy because... Uh, I, I kind of agree with the guy that's behind the microphone like when he's doing sports radio, because the guy wants to talk to baseball, hockey, you know, golf... 
you know, uh, uh, football, mm-hmm. you know, NASCAR even, you know. Mm-hmm. And then some people are calling him up going like, so who do you think, Triple H or The Rock this weekend? <laughs> They're like, no, right. what? Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. you get like, who do you got in the fifth wreath of the horse? And he's like, we're not talking like the triple, you know, crown here. You know, yeah, we're talking yeah, about yeah. Mobic Park or something. <laughs> right. Come on, man. We, you really don't think the guy's going to know that? But I guess apparently you have to. Well, the thing, oh, let me ask you this question, because I often maintain that, like, the craziest people in the world are people who call into radio shows. <laughs> like, those are the craziest people in the world. I feel because like it's always they the same wait, 12 people, They too. wait on, on they, they got to be waiting on hold for, like, a while. Nobody gets right onto a, a radio show. You're right. And... And then the things that some of these people, because I listen to the radio, I, you know, I listen to a lot of sports talk and other things, and and you know, some of the things that come out, like he's saying, like horse racing and who do you like in the WWE and all. Yeah, of stuff. when you do, I need to do sports. I feel like people who call into radio shows are the craziest people. Uh, what are your thoughts on this, sir? <sighs> craziest people. Um, I love the rad audience. They they are top notch, but uh, you do get some wild phone calls. Okay. I ain't gonna lie. And one that just pops into to the brainstem here is I was on the air and uh, I host a show on Saturday nights from 8 to midnight. It's uh, the, called the Saturday Night House Party. It's an all-request show. You still do that? Still doing it, yeah. And, uh, you know, you're sitting behind the board and, you know, you're trying to get people going and everything. I keep the upbeat behind, like, the microphone. And uh, I answer the phone. Hey, the rat! And all of a sudden, you hear, like, you have a collect call coming from uh, New Jersey State Penitentiary. Yes. <laughs> yes. No way. That re- that's real? Oh, yeah, that's real. The guy collect called me from jail. That's awesome. Did you accept? Hell yes! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are a fucking hero. Yeah. So, well, the guy's, like, you know, telling me, he's like, yeah, the CEO, whatever, uh, you know, they we behaved this week, so he put the rat on for us. This corrections officer happened right. to be a, you know, a huge rat fan, apparently. So he must have just put it online, you know, hit the listen live button right there. And um, the guy's like, yeah, man, can you play, uh, you know, uh, Pantera or uh, play, you know, some hard rock stuff, whatever. Uh, I forget what it but it was really heavy. And, um, oh, no, he wanted to hear Metallica. Sorry. And uh, I said, yeah, I'll do Metallica. And I go, listen, man, you got some time on this phone call. I said, tell me, uh, what are you in for? Oh, he's like, no. Because I can't really talk about it. My case is still pending. <laughs> and I said, no, nah, man, what'd you do, man? What'd you, what'd you get locked up for? He goes, murder. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I go, who'd you kill? Metallica it, it is. Well, I did. <laughs> right, Guess what Metallica song I played? Kill them all. Kill them all, baby. Slide right up. <laughs> uh, that's fucking great oh Isn't that awesome? Goodness. That's great oh, <laughs> Holy crap But dude. you do man You get some serious crazy phone calls And such where uh, somebody was really in distress Meaning like they were gonna um, You know End their lives Okay They were gonna commit suicide And uh, you know You have to talk to them You really gotta uh, Calm them down You know You know when it's gonna be funny you know, when to have, uh, you know, a great time with somebody, whether it be somebody's birthday, funny with the, you know, the phone calls from prison and stuff like that. But when you get the serious phone calls, you really got to take them serious. Have you had these encounters, like, live on air? I don't put them like, live. Okay. Oh, oh, you have that power, so. Yeah. Just, uh, well, that just, You're you know, screening your own calls? I do. Okay. Uh, I do, because, um, 
you know, like, especially doing a house party, uh, you know, you got to protect yourself with what's on the air. Right. So, if, like, if somebody's having a party and, like, you know, you hear people like the ambiance in the background and, like, yo, I'm on a rat, man, I'm on a rat. And everybody's partying up and I get it. Mm-hmm. And somebody's like, yo, fucking gods. And I'm like, hold on, I can't have that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. I can't have that on the air, you know? So you kind of have to, uh, you know, police that a little bit. Mm-hmm. So you got to be, yeah, you're very tedious when, when stuff like that goes on, like, you know, FM radio and stuff, public radio. So, yeah, I mean, I definitely uh, keep an eye on what's uh, what's going to go out, going on. Matter of fact, I'll listen to their phone call maybe, like, um, three or four times before I even air it, just so, to make sure. So, I've, like, a lot of them are pre-recorded. They just give you a, a recording, like, they leave you a message, and then you go through it? No, no, no. I'll talk to them, but I record our conversation oh. on a different computer. Yeah, I probably should have... Uh, Okay, that's cool. Got a little clear on that. So, yeah. like, maybe a song is playing on the radio and you're having a conversation with Right, them. or a commercial break or something gotcha. along those lines. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. All I right. love that you you take the the few minutes to talk to somebody that's maybe having a bad day and try to, to yeah. do what you get. That's, it speaks a lot about your character. You know, not a lot of people, a lot of people would just brush that off. Like, yeah, all right, well, you know, we're, do, we're, we're doing a radio show here, like, you know. Yeah, I don't have time for you, you know, stand yeah, over there. Yeah, Right. Yeah. You can't do that. You got to take every phone call the way uh, mm-hmm. the way they come in. Yeah, yeah. You know, whether it be a, a great request, you know, it's my birthday, you know, can you play this? And also, yeah. you got to think of it as, like. With the good comes yourself, the bad. With the good comes the bad, and you got to put yourself in their shoes. Like, you were a fan of certain people, and, and you might have wanted to call them and and wait on hold and whatnot so right. like you know you, you want to give them an experience i think Absolutely. it also i think it also goes beyond that i think that a lot of times people feel like i mean at least for me that if i listen to a radio show or if i watch a tv show or whatever enough and like watch it for a long enough time or listen to it for a long enough time i start to feel like i know the people that are on the show i feel like i'm like almost almost a friend with them and they're personal with me, man, right? personally and yeah. that's why like when somebody calls you as a radio host if they took the time to call the radio show and speak to you right it's they're t- typically it's because they feel like they're they know you because they're your friend they and you're connection. their friend right sure. exactly so it's even it's it's beyond just like oh i'm a fan but it's there's always it, it it's it it's like this person I'm a part of their lives absolutely you know? and you definitely are yeah. I mean you definitely are I mean I'm not gonna uh uh not say like that's a hundred percent accurate because there's people that will call me up and then they're like hey gosh remember back from 2008 I had the gray sweatshirt on during rap fest and I'm like oh, come on man I need a little more help than that <laughs> Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, there's definitely people that I see on a regular basis that come out to all the rat gigs or I'll see them at Rat Fest and, uh, you know, and I see them at, like, very, like, I see them, I guess the one word I'm looking for is consistent. Right. You know, like, I see them every day or just, like, normally. Right. Or, uh, like, Facebook is a big thing. They'll message me on Facebook a lot, you know, hey, just, hey, God, what's going on? You know, just checking in. And, and plus, I've done crazy stunts where I've been to definitely uh, certain people's rat houses, you know, for parties. And, you know, the rat would send me down there, you know, go clean this person's house wearing a French maid outfit. You know, just different type of <laughs> contests. And, you know, that definitely, you know, makes me stand out to get them to know a little bit better. Right. But, you know, if it's just bypassing and I take a photo with you and then keep moving, it's, uh, you know, I'm not going to really remember you off the top of my head. Yeah, you know, tough. It's it's very difficult. I mean, like Shoprite, that's kind of crazy for me. I was just there yesterday, and you're walking through Shoprite, you're like like, hey, guys, man, what's going on? I'm like, aren't you supposed to be cooking, like you know cutting my meat right now? Because yeah, you got yeah. the Shoprite hat on. <laughs> and I was like, hey, man, I, I want to 
want tickets from you. And I was like, that's great, man. (laughs) (laughs) Before you know, it's going to be a cleanup at aisle nine over here that we put this guy. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But that's another thing. Like, do you find it tough, like, in your day-to-day, like, going about your normal activities, like, just trying to be, I mean, like, quote-unquote civilian, and, and you get people constantly, yo, dude, what's up? Can you grab a quick picture? Like, I don't mind it. It's like, it depends on what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like, because um, I mean, at the end of the day, you're human too. Every day is not perfect. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, you might have shit going on in your head that you don't want to deal with it. But I mean, well, I, like I'll go back to the shop right one. If like if I'm holding ice cream and somebody's trying to tell me their life story, like, <laughs> like this ain't gonna last, this, man. Yeah, this is <laughs> melting. Know, ben and Jerry are melting. Yeah, I have a shake now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go get some milk, baby, here to blend it. I mean, you're right. You're, I mean, that's really what it is. Like, my milk's going to go bad here by the time yeah, I get done talking to yeah. you. Yeah. You know, like, uh, but, no, I mean, I don't really mind it. That, I mean, that shit don't bother me. But it's just like, I, uh, it's, you got, we got to keep moving. I got, like, I can't, you know, at a concert venue, I'm trying. Yeah, yeah. I got to be on the left-hand side of the stage, Run through here. I'm trying to get as many people happy, and you know, because I'm wearing these crazy outfits, I want to get as many photos as I can. A lot you know, of moving parts. Exactly, and then you know, uh, I try to do a lot of that in the parking lot too with mm-hmm. the pre gaming. So like, I can run around the parking lot, and then you know, just be like walk through the crowd. But next, you know, they'll see me up on stage, and then uh, you know, that's an exciting experience by within itself. You know, being up there in front of like what is it, eighteen thousand people. And just, you know, rocking the fucking house. That is cool. Oh, man. I mean, it's thriller. It's no pun intended. But uh, it's, it's, it's so exciting. And, you know, you get to speak like that to everybody. But once you come off the stage and then everybody sees you walking through, I'm like, that's when I got to take off this Barbie outfit, whatever I'm wearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I try, just try to slow your pace down a little bit. Because it does. It gets overwhelming. Way overwhelming. <laughs> but... You yeah, know, it comes imagine. with the job. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah, that's what you signed up for. I mean, crazy though. That that's so. And you strike me as somebody that like will sit there and take the time to answer all your DMs and shit like that, and like try to Absolutely. get back to all the fans and and whatnot. I definitely do, man. I do my damnest for that. And a lot of stuff comes up on DMs that uh, going back to what people are struggling with, like a lot of benefits. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a lot of people going through. Uh, cancer and stuff like that that are not children that I, I you know I can't go live on a billboard for you yeah yeah but um you know we're doing this benefit we're doing this benefit can you be here can you be there be here and just outside of the rat realm personal people that I know personally and it's like you know uh, I gotta be uh, like I if I can get there I'll definitely get there no doubt and I got one like tomorrow I'm doing the plunge and then there's a benefit over at uh, headliner for somebody you know and then um, my buddy Tyler, uh, God bless him, he, uh, he served in the armed forces here. He's leaving to go on a deploy uh, tomorrow as well. So I want to get over to Kelly's now. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing mm-hmm. a plunge, going to Kelly's now, headline, you know, trying to make your rounds and just try to keep everybody on an even keel and happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, stuff like that. A lot of responsibility. It's like, you have to be a lot of things to a lot of different people. Man of many hats. Yeah. You know, yeah, you got to yeah. be. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not easy, but... I mean, plus like, I'm going in there with my balls in my throat after this plunge. <laughs> so I'm gonna be yeah. like, "Hi, hey, Tim." <laughs> yeah, hopefully you get a chance. Like maybe you'll you'll be moving faster just to stay warm at that probably, point. Probably, probably. Do you get a chance to like take a break? Do you get vacations and stuff like that, or are you just like going balls to the walls? 
I do. I have vacation time. I just don't know where to go because I work at radio and we're broke as hell. So it's not like I can go like, you know, a week out in Hawaii or something like that. But um, I do. I have vacation time. But I, I love the Jersey Shore. I mean, I'm already at the beach. I don't need to go like uh, 600 miles down to Myrtle Beach, you know, just to sit there and, you know, uh, do the same thing I'm going to do here anyway. Right on. I mean, I just kind of feel like that. I mean... Uh, a lot of the times now, uh, we get a bunch of friends together, and we go down to Key West for, like, fantasy fests and stuff like that. You know, it's more my speed. Like, mm-hmm. I like that party atmosphere. I think this year I'm going to shoot for uh, maybe trying to go down to Nashville. Oh, cool. You know, because like, there's a lot of bars going down there. Maybe, like, uh, uh, yeah, like Nashville I definitely want to do. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to stay down there or anything like that, but uh, somebody also said Mardi Gras. I heard Mardi Gras that was a good time. I heard that. Yeah. I've been to New Orleans, not for Mardi Gras though. I didn't love New Orleans, but I'm not the best judge. I'm not the best Me person neither. to judge it off. Of. Me neither. Yeah, like I don't. Super dr- humid there, right? It Ooh. wasn't. It wasn't bad. Like <laughs> it was just really dirty. So like when you're on the radio. Yep. <laughs> do they own your voice? Yeah. Like how does that whole work? Like, is it like your likeness? Is your not not? I mean. I get yeah, I guess your voice, right? Do they or is, is that just like actors and stuff? Uh no, they 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 own your name. Okay. So like um when I I, I guess I guess in a way, yeah, they uh yes and no. I guess they do kind of own your voice. Meaning like if I was to cut a commercial like another radio station can't use that commercial. Gotcha. Okay. But if you know, um, if I uh, went to another radio station, yeah, they 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 would say no. You you can't use uh, you know Gots. Right. You know you can't use Gots. He's our guy. You have to come up with another. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you know, it's so it's like yes and no. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, right? My answer not. Yeah, no, no, it does. Yeah, yeah, because we always—I mean, obviously, we're pretty amateur, so we're always curious about how the like the stuff works. You know what I mean? I no, yeah, behind the scenes stuff. You know, uh, all that, that's the way. Makes man me behind the curtain here. I'm. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, like I said, that whole the whole world you work in is fascinating to me. It, really it is. is. It is it's a lot to take in, man. It is a lot to take in, but it has, like I said, the. Uh, it has its benefits, meaning like not not like dental, <laughs> right? Uh, it has its benefits because you do you get to meet bands that growing up listening to. Yeah, and like yeah. I was saying, you know, I met Motley Crue. I mean, I met uh, you know Ozzy. You know, uh, did you I, ever get it, starstruck by somebody that you met? Oh man, uh, yeah, not even a rock star. It wasn't even a rock star. Um, it was an actor. I, I'm. Uh, it was Leonardo DiCaprio. Ooh, and good one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw him at where did I see him? Somewhere in the city. I saw him. Uh, I think it was maybe uh, NBC Studios or something along that that route. But um, he he was really nice. You know, he came over and said hello. Um, Sandler's cool. Adam Sandler. He's a great guy. He's just a normal. Regular dude, right? Have yeah. Never, never heard anybody say a bad yeah, thing about no, him. Yeah, no, he's just, Everybody's yeah. always like, same thing. He's cool, he's a cool. The regular cool guy, guy, yeah. 
like I know a bunch of people were talking to him. I mean, I only I didn't really have much words with him, but uh, people that were talking to him, and I'm just kind of eavesdropping on him. He's like, he goes, "What are you guys gonna be tomorrow?" And he's like, "Well, we're gonna go play some basketball." And he's like, I'll, I'll "Count me in." I'm like, this guy's going to go play basketball. You know yeah, yeah, Meanwhile, yeah. I'm trying to figure out the stories with, for like, Chris Farley. You know, like, that was a big idol of mine, yep, Chris yep, Farley. Yep. But I got to talk to Brewer about him, Jim Brewer, That's who cool. worked with him on Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. And he was doing some stand-up stuff uh, around the area here. I think he was doing uh, Stress Factory up in uh, New Brunswick. That was, like, fairly recently, right? A couple Within the last couple of years? I feel like I, I saw this that. This might have been before COVID, around. to be honest with you. Yeah. I feel like I saw that like floating. I saw Brewer a long yeah, time ago. Yeah, funny guy, man. Yeah, funny guy. But he had some interesting stories because I brought up the uh, the story, and I'll share it with you guys. If we got a minute here, sure, yeah, of course, it. yeah. Uh, I was like Brewer, man. You were on Metallica's tour bus. Yes, he was. He's and, a huge Metallica fan and ACDC, right? Uh, yeah, I think yeah, I think he's a a huge ACDC fan. I know he's a huge Mets fan. Mm. Brewer's a huge Mets fan. But I, on the air, I had asked him, I said, what, were you, what happened with Metallica? And he's like, oh, you know, we were in the, the Manhattan or something like that, and Lars, the drummer from Metallica, he goes, uh, got into a taxi with me. It's like one of them van taxis or something. And I'm going to try to do like, uh, like Lars says it too, like, like Brewer does it the best. But he's like, Lars gets into this van. And he's like, uh, yeah, we're going out to this party tonight. We're going to tear it up. <laughs> and Brewer's like, okay, yeah, listen, my wife's pregnant. I'm trying to, you know, I have to get home at a decent hour here. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, he brings me down this hallway. Uh, we end up in some bar. He brings me down this hallway. And he's like, as soon as we walk in the door, there's like $80 million worth of entertainment at this one bar. Like Lopez is there with Ben Affleck, you know, like, <laughs> like all like high quality people. And he's like, what the hell? But, uh. He goes, we walk outside, and there's Lars smoking a cigarette. And this young kid, he didn't recognize Lars, was just like, hey, you listen here, man. You don't us today? And he's like, you cheap fuck. Why don't you get a fucking job? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, it gets even worse. He goes, then we get into a taxi going back somewhere. And uh, I'm sure I'm not even, like, I'm missing, like, probably, like, a good 80% of the chunk of the story. But he goes, uh, we walked in there and there was a book bag and it, they opened it up and it was a, a student from NYU and it was he just left his bag in a taxi. Uh-huh. So they pull up in front of NYU University. Lars throws this bag. He kept calling it a knapsack. Lars <laughs> <laughs> oh is like, he's throwing the knapsack outside the van, screaming at the doors of NYU. He was like, you know how much books cost? You need a good education? Like, all this crazy shit. Lars? Lars, oh, man. Who Lars. knew he was so unhinged? I know. Ask Brewer, man. If you ever run into the like Jim Brewer, man, That's ask him about that. fucking crazy. Crazy, crazy. Yeah. Lars, Lars has a reputation. Lars got himself a reputation. I didn't know like that, though. He's a, yeah, he's a... Wild child, huh? Very uh, um, excitable. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm not saying too much because I would love to have him on the show. <laughs> Me too, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty sure you met um, my future ex-wife, the lead singer of New Year's Day, Ash Costello. I did, just uh, through passing, though. Just, uh, hi, how you doing? Mm, I I think that uh, was at the Pony. Yeah. uh, Backstage at the Pony. The last time... Wait, wait, which one was this? (sighs) 
What, no, what band was she in? New Year's Day. Oh, no, no, no. I thought you meant in this moment. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I don't think I ever met New Year's Day one. Yeah, dude. She's awesome. I saw her at Convention Hall probably like five years ago. And I forget who they, they played with Motionless and White. When they, played, when they played, it was actually in this moment, Motionless and White and New Year's Day. You sure that wasn't the pony? They played the pony again, like, of the following year. There was a reason they brought it inside that year. I think weather or something. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I'm dancing, having a good time. And I like New Year's Day. I'm singing all the songs. And we did the meet and greet after. And there's, like, a hundred of us in this room. She's calling us all over. And before she walked in the room, her handler was like, these are the rules. No staring at her tits. Don't touch her. And just be quick. <laughs> like, don't be a creep. Because it was like... Well, how am I going to be quick if I can't touch her? Yeah. It was like <laughs> right. 85% dudes. No staring? What if I just glance several I times? I know. It was we, like 85% dudes. Sunglasses on. And this girl is like, she's a smoke show. Like, so it's understandable, like... You have to say these things in this, you yeah, know, this era, yeah, especially with most of the creeps that go to the meeting. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. offense, no offense. So, yeah. hey, listen, <laughs> whatever. Proud, proud member. Um, so, I'm probably like thirtieth or thirty fifth in line by the time like I get up to her. She's taking pictures with people like this, right? Like, understandable. I swear to you, Uh-oh. I walk up, right. Melissa goes first. She put her arm around you, didn't she? Melissa goes before me. Does She goes like this. I walk up. She goes, oh, my God. You are my light tonight. I watched you dancing and singing every song. She gives me a kiss. Wraps her whole body and holds me tight for the picture, dude. What? Yeah. Yeah. Love See, you're since. smiling, but meanwhile, your wife on the other side right now is ready to kick some ass. Nah, she was into it. She was. <laughs> She was into it. She was like, yeah, 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 just go for it. Yeah. What? Dude, I was, I'm still smitten. Yeah, I can see that. Still smitten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see it on your face right there. Dude, she was cool, dude. I don't think I ever hit on her. I definitely was. Not on that one. In this moment, I didn't hit on, but I mean, I'm like the rock She was like, in this, uh, Maria Brink, in this moment, she's like very like intimidating. Oh, you've met her? Yeah. But it was like. This is a meet and greet guy. He's met them all. Uh, big, big meet and greet guy. Yes and oh, yeah. no. Yes oh, and yeah. no. Like, I have done the meet and greets for a lot of people, and they haven't always been female fronted bands or you know female do artists you, or whatever. Do you bring something that you personally embroidered for every one of them, or just for just for a few? Just for a few, and okay. it's usually just my underwear. Right, I take them right off. The, there was a, another chick just like that, where the like the people that work with her, you know, like the like the managers, you yeah, know, yeah. bar, you know, the band crew, like uh, Evanescence was like that. Really? Amy Lee, well, you I couldn't mean, stand behind her, you know, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. you, you can't put your arm around her and stuff like that. Yeah, there's rules. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, crazy. I, see now, the love of my life. Who y'all? <laughs> Oh, wait, I think I know who it is. I think I know who it is. Lizzie Hale? Yeah. Lizzie Hale from Hailstorm. That's my baby. My guy has her personal cell phone number in his phone. I do. <laughs> I really do. Yeah. And it's not because she left it on the side of the stage and I just put mine in and called it. It wasn't like that, I promise. <laughs> I didn't airdrop it, I swear. <laughs> 
know. She is, uh, yeah, that's my baby. She, yeah, she's gorgeous. She's talented. Yeah. She's just a really good human all around. Well, she came in the Starland Ballroom and was filling in for a band. And this is before she even had that one hit that came, like, that dropped. It was called I Get Off. Yep, yep. And um, it was, like, before I think she even shot that video. Mm-hmm. You familiar she- with the band? No, I'm not. Oh, Hailstorm? It's a good listen. Oh, man, it's a very great good list. listen. That's my baby. But I was hitting on her the whole time, and I don't have such a cool story like you do, like... <laughs> Like, it, it actually really was bad, and I was embarrassed. Uh-oh. Really? Yeah. Um, whew. She, you know, she comes in all, like, rock starred out. Leather jacket, the pants, but they're carrying their own equipment. They had, a, like, a van pull in with, like, a trailer. The hmm. Pennsylvania place are from Pennsylvania. And I was like, I see, you know, this, like, Lizzie Hale chick. And I was like, you know, she had jet black hair. And I was like, oh, man, that chick's hot as fire. And I'm ready to go, you know, hit on her. And I was hitting on her. And I'm like, let me help you carry some equipment, whatever I got to do to hit on you. And, you know, the rest of the band's coming in. And I was like, which one of you boys is tapping that, huh? It's huh? all her brothers. Oh, no. Her brother's yeah, the drummer. Brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, it's right. <laughs> Whoops. Yikes. Yeah, I'm just joking. I'm yep. just joking. I'm just playing around, guys. How you doing? How about those eagles down there, Petsy? Can I buy you a beer? <laughs> she bought me a shot. She bought me a shot of Jaeger. Oh, it's Lizzie. awesome. Oh, my God. Talk about striking it low. Wow. Yeah. Well, that was it. not good. Could have been worse, but that was not good. But a friendship blossomed out of that. So, I mean, oh, absolutely. I think that's awesome. So you're friend- friendly with her now? Next her to... Uh, you know, just say what's up. Checking she's on like, her brother. Yeah. Hey, how's your brother doing? <laughs> hey, I'm only using you to get to your brother. <laughs> so, like, uh, I'll text her when she comes into, like, PNC or, uh, like, a, a couple of days prior or, or, like, you know, playing around our area. And then I'll just be like, hey, Lizzie, can't wait to see you. And she's like, oh, make sure you meet us backstage. Come by. And, like, but, you know, she gets it now. Like, mm-hmm. when I say, like, the rest of the rap family, like, um... You know, they Gots will do whatever he'll do. And then, you know, they let me run around PNC in a diaper for crying out yeah, loud, you know? Yeah, And then I'm like, yeah, I got to go hang out with Lizzie. And they're like, dress like that? What's your pass? And I'm like, this is the pass. This is the pass. <laughs> like, like, you better get somebody on I'm, the horn. Because <laughs> this is the pass. I don't know if you heard. I'm the guy in the diaper. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. But I brought her on That's stage me. in a diaper. I, she requires that now when I uh, when I see her. And she's like, is Gots still around? Oh, yeah, he's bringing us on in a diaper. The only, if you recall, oh, go ahead. And that's why I asked you about uh, Ash Costello, because I could have sworn when they came through, you hung out on the beach with the three of them, Maria, Lizzie, and Ash. This is through your binoculars. You saw them clearly through your binoculars. No, I swear I saw pictures. I swear you, I thought you showed me pictures. Or am I just making this all up? I could have sworn you spent the day on the beach hanging out with them. If I did, I was hammered. Ah! They got I didn't go in the ocean that day. Goodness. And if I probably got naked, like, like Maria Brink was probably like, oh, you what you do? Another polar bear bunch? <laughs> you a Kendall? Oh, <laughs> like that guy at Dick Sporting Goods. No, Bass, Justin, oh, Bass, Bass Pro, Pro Shops. Shop, yeah. Bass Pro Shops. I still recall when I did that, man. I got naked in front of the chick and she really was laughing at me. Come on. She's like, what the hell is that, Gots? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah, and I was like, I just did a polar bear plunge. She's like, Gots, it's August. I was like, uh... son of a... <laughs> fuck. Fuck. Wait, kidding. Get out, bitch. <laughs>
to do with this thing, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Get lost, lady. Holy shit. I've been doing good, though. I've been doing real good. Yeah. So? Oh, yeah, man. I had, uh, what was it, like last summer I had the booty call going? Yes. You ever had like the one booty call, friends with benefits? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had you, that last summer. Were you the booty caller or the booty callee? Uh, well, we had a keyword. Uh? We would text each other. Nice. So the keyword was, I guess I'll like say it. Like the money this. shot? Like the yeah, money like the money shot. shot. <laughs> yeah. I had, uh, our keyword was Snoopy. Okay. So either she would text me Snoopy or I would text her Snoopy. So man, it's on. Yeah, yeah. Like, can we do this? And like the best was uh like she would text me Snoopy and I'd go to her place and you know, like lay pipe, whatever, you know, get the groove on. And uh she's like, Why is your car still running? And I was like, Cause I'm gonna get out of here so quick, man. I I, <laughs> I didn't even have to turn my car off. I was in and out of like Bin Laden's compound, I like know. SEAL Team Six. <laughs> Wham, bam. Dude, Thank you, man. Start the vid- true, true MVP. True MVP. Crazy, right? Left the car running. I'll be quick. Snoopy. I'll be left quick. the car running. That's you know a good I'm system a, you know to I'm have. I'm text too. you like every day, Snoopy, now from like forever. <laughs> well, that's going to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> For you, I'll turn the car off. Oh, <laughs> door. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, boys, if you guys don't mind, uh, don't mind, can we rewind real quick? We were talking about young starters and uh, quarterbacks. Just mm-hmm. real quick. Yeah, I don't for sure. No, get no, no, for sure, for sure. You know, I, you just had me thinking a little while ago. We were saying, like, oh, I'm rooting for that young store quarterback, right? I Jordan had, I, yeah, I, I wanted to say before, and I just didn't get a chance to. Uh, I had a kid in mind. I actually went up and met him, and I was like, man, I got high hopes for you. I got high hopes for you. And, like, people were like, Busting his chops, saying like, "Yeah, just put him to bed. This will be the this, this. This is it for him." And I thought he had like a Cinderella story. Now I'm gonna drop his name, and he's a Jersey boy, and he goes by the name of Tommy Cutlets Devito. Uh, the the guy. Yeah. yeah. Is it is his 15 minutes over? That's just it. I don't know. Is it you over? think another team's gonna pick him up or? Oh, uh, he's done with the Giants. That's no, it? no, no. Everybody's saying like, yeah, he just had his 15 I, minutes of fame and. Yeah, I think I think he did kind of have his fifteen minutes. It was like a you remember Lynn Sanity with Jeremy Lynn on the New York. Oh, Knicks? the basketball guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he, was, he like was like nine super feet hot. Tall. No, 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 no. You're thinking of a different guy. Oh, um, that's actually sports pretty. Guy. Yeah, he was on the beach with me too. The sports yeah. guy, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> so was I. He was. He was. He was opening. He was holding the bottle opener. Um, no, I think that Tommy. The thing is, the thing with Tommy Cutlets is that he is like twenty five or twenty six years old. And he was undrafted, so like it's the odds are against him with as like as old as he is and as 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 kind of low on the depth chart as he's been. The odds are not in his favor. The odds are. Not I didn't realize favor. he was that old. I thought he was like 20, uh, 20 years old. Twenty. Most people years old. think that. Yeah, most people think that. But he's actually an older. He was an older rookie, older undrafted rookie. Yeah. So uh, what he uh, third? Uh, well, he played for the practice squad or something. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. He was. I mean, he beat. He defied all the odds to get to where he was, and then he performed great for a little while. But it's only a very little while, and he actually was playing poorly and ended up getting benched for cause. Like it wasn't just like, hey, the other guy's healthy now, it, you're out. He got benched mid game. For the other guy because he wasn't performing well like his 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 uh he had a little bit of a spurt right it's not to say that he could never develop into anything 
But I think what he ended up doing, if if, if, if best case scenario in the near term, is just solidifying himself as a legitimate backup quarterback in this league. Yeah. Where he's going to have a job. He's going to catch on somewhere. If it's not in New York, it'll be somewhere. And he's going to be a backup quarterback in this league for a long time who could probably come in and win you a couple of games. But I believe that. Yeah. I think I could definitely see that. He's established himself. He's going to have a career in the league, but I don't see him being like the savior of New York. Like this, this is, that's over. Yeah. 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 Holding the fingers up like that. That's yeah, over. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's done. I'll tell you one thing. I heard uh, that he still lives at home with his parents. Yeah. Sure does. Sure does. That's why they call him Tommy Cutlets because they, they asked him. He's like, oh, I'd like to, I like to say, I live at home. I eat my mom's chicken cutlets. That's insane. Yeah. That's why they call him Cutlets. That's why they call him Cutlets. His yeah. manager, his agent is something else. Yeah, I don't like it. He was agent. there with me, uh, me as well. Yeah. yeah was he yeah. dressed? Was he dressed like a. Uh, no. Like an asshole? Like okay. the fedora oh, hat the and everything? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't looking like he just walked off the Sopranos or nothing. Right. Like yeah, that. see, I told, we, were, we were talking about that, and I, <laughs> yeah. I feel like he, he was, looked. Like he could be like a snake in the grass. That's what I mean. Guy. Like he's got that. He's got that. I don't trust you face. Right, and that well, that's agent. Like I mean, that he, he wears, yeah, that's an agent right there, right? And uh, and those other reports when uh, Tommy like, was supposed to go to like sign stuff, they wanted ten grand, then they he bumped it up to like twenty grand. Oh, yeah. at the pizzeria. Well, yeah. we when I met him, he was it was after that whole conflict. We were at a, a deli, and uh, they were called Bogey's Hoagies up in Hawthorne, New Jersey. Okay. Right outside Patterson. And uh, I think they gave him, I, I could be wrong, but, you know, that was just, uh, like I said, the scuttlebutt around the water fountain was $10,000. Woo. They, they, they for the appearances. For the appearances. That's the thing. He, and he also, I, I think that what ended up happening was he, he didn't, his play tailed off a little bit. Yeah. And he started to capitalize on his 15 minutes by doing these appearances, apparent, allegedly bumping up the thing, trying to get his money in. And then I think the where the, the where he really jumped the shark was he did a, a commercial with his mother for Rayo's marinara sauce for the cutlets chicken. They put they're putting the marinara sauce yeah. on the chicken in the. She was there too, but she but they got killed because no it's no self respecting Italian. Doesn't make their own sauce their own at home. Sauce, yeah. Wow! So they did the jar sauce commercial, and it completely like that was like people were like, "Well, what is yeah, this?" Dude, that blew up in their face, huh? Exactly. Like, dude, exactly. do car wow. insurance or like something? <laughs> else. Like, you could have done anything. Papa they did, John's. They did. They did. Rayo's used uh, cars. Marinara right? sauce. You buy this car. I'll break. That's right. <laughs> Could have done anything. Wow. Waste uh, uh, garbage pails. Exactly. You know, like the whatever. Italian be, be soprano. Funny, right. Be smart about it. But no, they did jar sauce and got roasted by the Italians. Wow. Yep. I didn't even hear about that mm -hmm. before. I saw the commercial before I heard about. I mean, I saw it. I guess they must have ran it for a brief period of time and then pulled it right away. Wow. Because of the because people were like, "What the hell is this?" But I saw it and I was like, "Is this guy for real?" Because you started to hear about the controversy with the the ten thousand suddenly being twenty thousand and all this other stuff. And I'm like, okay. He's capitalizing on his 15 minutes. You can't fault the guy. This is America after all. Right. But then when the sauce commercial came out, I was like, oh, boy. And since then, it was like. You know, I knew they were going to be up to something because everybody does the uh, the chicken noodle soup or whatever, beef chicken with their moms. Right. Yeah, so I'm saying. Like, yep. You know, so I had, it was like, they're going to be doing something. I didn't was, know they already. It was essentially that, but it was an marinara sauce in a jar. Wow. They got picked roasted. anything. Could've anything. Been, How much money did they get from her? I, that I don't know. That I don't know. But, but it. it, it the, the amount of money could not have been more than the damage it did to his rep in that moment. Plus, you know, they're not airing it all throughout the country. 
No, definitely not. You know, like you wouldn't see matters. Tommy Cutlets in like San Francisco, definitely or not. Texas or something. Doing but it that. only matters no. around here, and exactly. around here is where the Italian Americans know that you should be making your sauce at home. Right, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Sunday gravy. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. That's not the prime spot to be airing that commercial for no, around no, here. No, exactly. So it was a, it was a huge miss by them. The 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 the, the, the agent in the the silly suit kind of went a little too far with the act, and it blew up in their face. But I totally think so. I think if he but, if he if he cleans that up, you know, if he cleans all this up, then he could be a, a legitimate backup in the league for sure. He can have a career, but but I don't know that he's necessarily starter starter material for a, a franchise. Well, I mean, the kid doesn't even have to travel far from work. He only lives like ten minutes yeah, away. He still you know? rides his bicycle or something. Well. Hey. Yeah, you may. I mean, well. like he's like me at the rat over there. <laughs> me with this place, like, dude, I walk to work most of the time. Right. It's like. I mean, it's crazy. crazy. I mean, really you, the the craziest thing I heard, he was only making like twenty grand for being on the practice squad, what? and then when he was starting, it went up to like two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, like the league minimum or whatever. Yeah, they had to pay him that. I was like talking about a pay raise, man. Holy sure. shit! Yeah, and I mean, you know, I think he made himself money by playing as well as he did for the brief period of time. Because there's going to be some coach, even if it's not with the Giants, some coach is going to look at that. His resume there, those games he put on tape, and they're going to say, I can work with that guy. Mm-hmm. He, he could be a backup for us. He could run my system. Da, 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 da. He's got potential. So, exactly. He, he made himself some money this year for sure. But he's got you know, to realize that he's no star. You, know, you think he would just like, you said you're making a little money. Like, get out of your parents' house now, man. Yeah. I think we're going to see some, some Tommy Cutlets off-season <laughs> news, some off-season moves from the boy Tommy Cutlets. He's going to be, Tommy Cutlets is going to become a man. Yeah, I think so. I think he, uh, He's going to ask for a trade and be like, oh, but don't make it too far. Can you send me to the Jets? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he moves across the hall in his mom's right. house. <laughs> no, he takes their master bedroom, moves them into the basement. Wow. You guys are in the basement. This is my wow. house now. I can and see I still something want like that. I, I definitely see something like that out of that kid. Ah, Mom, in the cutlets. That's awesome. <laughs> Holy shit. Absolutely yeah, man, dude. Crazy. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you, you, you taking God's, the time. Thank you for coming in, and, man. And Absolutely, out. boys. Thanks really for having me, man. Lot. I appreciate yeah. it. It was a blast. And we always say that once you're here, you're family. Oh, man. Right. Vice versa, so please, boys. the door's always open. Yeah, door's if you ever, ever want to come back and hang out, we're, you're more Oh, than my welcome. God, man. I appreciate this so much, yeah. man. Absolutely. Oh, thank you, guys. What I wanted to touch on real quick from earlier when we were talking about all the charity stuff, and, and I know, like, you know, you're locked in and you have all your stuff, but if you ever need help with any of the charitable stuff, oh, please. Oh, man, absolutely. We would, and I'm speaking for everybody on the team, like, we would be more than happy to help. Absolutely, man. We can. That's yeah. my brother right there. Yep, Thank absolutely. you guys so much for that, bro. And thanks for having me on, man. This is beautiful. Of course. Two, uh, two clouded minds, baby. I love you guys. This is your boy Goss right here on 95.9 The Rack. God bless. Let's rock this, bad boy. Hell yeah. Awesome, guys. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Love you guys. Uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, if you want to check us out, we are... <laughs> see, it's weird. The Two Clouded Mind Show on all social media and on YouTube. Also, if you want to stalk us individually, I'm at little guy Chris 28 DC in the city on all social media. Gots, where can they find you? Jail. <laughs> 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 no, just check me out at Gots at W. There you go. And as always, guys, stay clouded. 